Hey, this is Chavo Guerrero Jr. Listen to the Wrestling POV Podcast. You guys truly bring the Latino heat. Viva la raza. Who's strong with beer money? Gargano and Rhodes. Who is the most annoying couple in wrestling today? And the women's division. Is it really doing good without Becky Lynch there? And in the hot tag news, Ollie's retribution. And of course, we will go over the NXT TakeOver pay-per-view in an all-new edition of Wrestling POV Podcast. <laughs> Couple, huh? I can tell you right now, it's you and Miguel. <laughs> Me and Miguel, that's, a, that's an odd couple. <laughs> oh, man, yeah. Most annoying couple for sure. Yeah. Um, but I'm glad you put They weren't that annoying. They weren't that annoying on NXT TakeOver. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you, you know what? Cody Rhodes and, and Brandy made up for it on AEW. That's true. That is true. We'll we'll give our thoughts on that in a little bit. Um, I'm your host, Tony Diaz, with uh, Rick Serrano III. Hey, people. uh, Our intern, Miguel Cole. Yes, thank you for the lovely introduction. Yeah. I appreciate it. Yeah, you can go fuck yourself. You sound so enthused. Oh, okay. (laughs) Just had to throw it out there because it's a Saturday and, and, and... and yeah, yeah, that was and it. He's annoying. It's it annoying. He, That's what it is. Yeah, you think? All right, so <laughs> all right, let's get on with the show. Um, let's do it. Facebook. Uh, we got some polls. We got some comments. We got some interesting stuff that we put on there this week. And uh, of course, we'll start with the Who Sean. And uh, you went yes. with beer money this week, Rick. Yeah, uh, Clay Cummings uh, told us last week. He said, "You know what? Why don't you guys give this a shot? Beer money." And uh, you know what? It was a lot more difficult than I thought it would be. Really? Um, we're going back. Yeah, um, we're going back to TNA days. Now let's let's not forget when TNA first appeared, we had America's Most Wanted, James Storm. Mm-hmm. You know, and America's Most Wanted was considered one of the best tag teams during that time. Right. Um, then you add James Storm to Beer Money with. Bobby Roode, mm-hmm. and all of a sudden they're one of the best tag teams. <laughs> so then you got to ask yourself the question: What's going on here? Why are they considered one of the best tag teams? And James Storm is a part of both teams, so it has <laughs> to be James Storm, right? Yeah. But so when I look at it that way, I'm just like, yeah, James Storm is pretty fucking good. Yeah. Um, we know what Bobby Roode has done. We know since he's left uh, TNA, coming into NXT, dominating, coming into mm-hmm. WWE. Doing eh, okay, um, <laughs> but uh, looking at this tag team, you know, as much as I like Bobby Roode, I have to go with James Storm. Really, I like overall look. I think Roode got a good look, kind of Rick Rudeish. Mm-hmm. You know what? I have to say that I have to put that out yeah. there. Um, when it comes to originality, I feel like James Storm has more of that. Uh, you got it's. It's difficult because, you know, Stone Cold is the beer drinker. Yeah. But I feel like 
James Storm had his own little twist to it mm-hmm. and wasn't all about Stone Cold. So I have to give the ever so slight edge to James Storm. I feel like overall, okay. if I had to look at these two, these two, I'm going to give the slight edge to James Storm. Okay. All right. Now, my, here's here's my thought on this. Um, it's a good tag team for sure. Um, yes. When we do the Who's Sean, it's pretty much the breakout star. And and I'm only going off of this because it's recent. It's, um, well, not recent, but it's still recent enough to to say who was the, the Sean of the group, uh, especially after they had split up, you know, from Beer Money. Bobby Roode went to NXT, just like you said, captured the NXT title, was a badass in nxt in my opinion um like you said very rick rudish um (laughs) he he went into the main roster for me his main roster run right now has been up and down but i think still successful he took fucking chad gable for christ's sake and made him (laughs) into somewhat something yeah that was that i think that was i would have to say a low point in his career but yeah, he still he was still able to make that team kind of relevant because he was still they captured the raw titles. I think he had uh, what else, what other titles did he capture in WWE? The U.S. title, U.S. Yeah. And what else? He didn't. I thought Tag he captured team. the IC. He didn't capture no. the IC. Okay. So, no. but even still, I mean, think of it this way, okay? Because of the pandemic, he took some time off. But then his return was somewhat exciting. So I was like, okay, cool. James Storm, on the other hand, he had a shot in NXT. Everybody was hyped for that. And then he left. And then it was like, wait, where, where, where are you going? What's going on? <laughs> um, I think popularity between the two goes to James Storm. For sure. For yeah. sure. Because he, he does. He has that Stone Cold Steve Austin type vibe. And that's yep. the vibe I get from him. Um, doesn't care about authority, likes to drink beer, does, you know, has the, the long hair, the beard, the, the, the look of, I really don't give a shit. <laughs> yeah. So no, for sure. So successful, uh, is he success successful? I would say, yeah, he is. He did. He did do fairly well, but if we're going to talk about the who's Sean, um, I, I, I would give just like yours was a slight edge to James Storm. My slight edge would go to Bobby Roode. All right, yeah, you know, and it's like this is a this is not as easy as you would think it is. You no. know, a lot of people are, are right away are just like Bobby Roode. Mm-hmm. Bobby Roode is the guy, right? That's what everybody would think. Yeah. But when I really think about it, Bobby Roode, as good as he was, wasn't really a superstar until he aligned himself with James Storm. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like he he broke out. Like, James Storm got that out of Bobby Roode, I felt mm-hmm. like. You know, Bobby Roode was the spoiled rich kid character. It's just, <laughs> it was like a, a pre-EC3 kind of character. And then all of a sudden, when he started working with James Storm, all of a sudden you got this charisma that he didn't show before. Yeah. So that's why um, I, I give that edge to James Storm because James Storm not only made himself a star, but he also made... Bobby Roode star. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Clay Cummings, he says both are great, but I got to, to give the edge to Bobby Roode. Both are great wrestlers and great on the mic, but Roode, I feel, would be and is the biggest star, can play both heel and babyface great, 
His singles run was interesting to watch, but if I was a promoter and looked at these two and had to pick one, I would say Bobby Roode for sure. So with that being said, Rick, if you were a promoter, would you still pick James Storm over Bobby Roode? Absolutely. Um, It's just something about him, man. Like Bobby Roode, he got the look. He got the feel of a superstar, mm-hmm. but James Storm got the whole package. He can talk on the mic. Mm-hmm. He's aggressive. He's good as a heel or a babyface. Bobby so, Roode as a babyface wasn't all like you couldn't really get it was, behind it Bobby was a Roode hard. as a face. Um, now, yeah. now I'm gonna throw this at you. He's still a promoter, okay? Yep. James Storm wants fifteen hundred bucks to make his appearance on your show. Uh, Bobby Roode only wants five hundred. Would you still, which way would you go then? Well, <laughs> I'm about making money. So I'm going to take the Bobby Roode, $500. Like, James Storm, you're a superstar, but you're not $1,500 worth when it comes to, I'm, if I'm getting Bobby Roode for 500 that's a steal. So I'm going to take Bobby Roode. And what about you if it was reversed? 1500 for Bobby Roode, 500 for James I'd, I'd Storm. James Storm. <laughs> <laughs> Business wise, yeah, I would t- yeah, it's it's logical, you know. I mean, unless yeah. unless now this is interesting. I just uh, kind of threw myself a, a ham and egg, but uh, I think unless Bobby Roode wins the WWE title or even the yeah. WWE uh, the Universal title, I think I would yeah. go with Bobby Roode. Yeah, I mean, that just makes because more of sense. that resume. And now, what if? For both of them, $1,000 clean. Hmm. <laughs> you get beer money on your card. Yeah. It's got to be easy. But, but you can only pick one, right? <laughs> no, you take both of them for 1000 Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, of course, yeah. For 1000 I'd take both. Okay. Uh, I thought you meant like 1000 each. <laughs> no. No, no, no. no. <laughs> Which one? Yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, it, it's, they still got a long way to go in their career. So yeah. we'll, we'll see... Uh, I think we should revisit this later on down the line. Yeah, I mean, there are talks of James Storm what? reuniting in WWE. Yeah, well, so. he was supposed to be back, uh, I think it was after Summer, uh, not SummerSlam, uh, WrestleMania. And yeah. because of the pandemic happened, they, they nixed that idea. So he was coming back. So yeah, um, uh, uh, not a spoiler alert, but um, it looks like the the rent is expiring on the Thunderdome. I that we said at the end of the month, right? Yep, at yeah. the end of the month. And uh, NXT, they they're no longer doing shows at full sale. They're doing it at that place that the, the NXT Takeover was, and yeah. um, because they want to start integrating crowds too. So the, yep. and that's for both. Um, Vince really wants to throw in crowds. He does. And you know what? I don't blame him. To be honest, I'm, I don't blame AEW is doing it for Christ's sake. So yeah, you know, I I find it funny. That, you know, the AEW fanboys are like, oh, that's great. They put um, uh, people in the crowd and blah, 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 blah. But it's like the minute WWE do it, oh, he's dangerous. Oh, my God. It's like, oh, geez. You know what? I'm not going to even fucking entertain that. <laughs> well, when it comes to who's Sean, the fans voted. And now this is shocking. 47% voted for Bobby Roode. Wow. 53% went with James Storm. Wow. So it's kind of similar to what I was saying. It's really close, but wow. I'm really shocked that the yeah. fans actually went with James Storm. Wow. Holy shit. Yeah, it's close. Yeah, for sure. It's close. And I, I'm not upset about it. But yeah, yeah, that's 
It, it, for me, it could go either way. For me, it can go either way. Yep. All right, our next uh, poll or post that we have on our Facebook page is, which is more annoying, uh, annoying married couple in wrestling, the Garganos or the Rhodes? Woof. Yeah. Woof. Yeah, this mm-hmm. is brutal. This one is tough. Um, yeah. They're both extremely annoying. And as you said, uh, AEW Dynamite this week really put the little knife in your ribs mm-hmm. with the, the annoyance of Brandy and Cody. Um, the Garganos losing actually made it a little bit easier. You know, I was like, okay. Because <laughs> if they would have won, this is a landslide. If, if, yeah. if they would have won, it, it's it's <laughs> disgusting. It's horrible. Yeah. Um, I have to say, though, I'm still going to stick with the Garganos. I cannot stand Johnny Gargano. I cannot stand Candice LeRae. <laughs> At least Brandy Rhodes is... No, she's annoying. She's always there. I was going to say, at least she's somewhat invisible. No, no. But at least she's not fighting for the title every fucking week. Yeah, but she's throwing herself you know? in the fucking title picture. That's true. You know? I mean, she yeah. got her action figure with her. Um, yeah. I do have to say, though, what happened on AEW Dynamite with, with Cody's win definitely makes it very fucking annoying. Mm-hmm. It makes him in it. Like, he's definitely... Oh, no, because Johnny Gargano's so annoying. I was going to say Cody's more annoying than Johnny, but it's... But let me no. To, to you this way, though, Rick. I mean, Go think ahead. about it, though. This, I, you want to talk about annoying. Nothing is more annoying than what Cody Rose just did. To a WWE yes. talent, okay? As much yes. as they say, oh, no, we, 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 uh, we bring in our talent. We treat them good and blah, blah, blah. This is exactly what I saw. Maybe this will change your mind. Cody Rose was like, fuck. I got a show to do. Uh, Brody, you want to take the title for a little bit? Okay, here. Win this title. Do it in the squads. Yeah, yeah, that's that's a great push. I'm going to go ahead and do this fucking TV show. But when I come back, I'm getting it back on TV. (laughs) Yeah. And he did. So. Yeah. (laughs) No, it's, no, I, disgusted. I was disgusted by it. A lot of people were. We'll get more into it. A lot of people were. It's, it, it really kills Dark Order, for sure. Of course it and, does. Uh, but think of it, we'll get, think of it this way, and and I'm not siding with either one by God, no. But think of it this way: exactly what you just said. At least the Garganos didn't fucking win on Takeover. Yeah, yeah, no, for sure. <laughs> but if I'm looking at this, Tony, overall, I got more. Hold on. Go ahead. Hold on. Go ahead. At Go least, ahead. at least, Candice LeRae can wrestle. Brandy Rose, that woman cannot wrestle, but she's only being put in these spots because the owner is Cody Rhodes. Yes, that's true. That's true. <laughs> However, Tony, I'm sorry. <laughs> the, the Garganos have been around for way longer. No. You know? They haven't been. They, in, no. They they've been, been, as a couple, oh, as a couple on wrestling, they've been around a lot longer than AEW's Dynamite's Brandy and Cody. So. I don't think so. Yeah, no. the Garganos. As a couple, they've been getting. No, they've been getting. Well, they've been married for a while, well, they but have, they've been they've getting been opportunities. While, but, but think of it this way too. Um, you want to talk about opportunities? Cody Rose has given himself opportunity after opportunity oh, of after opportunity. Yes, and he does the same thing with Brandy. Brandy, I mean seriously, Brandy. what bad storyline? Or no, let me take that back. What good storyline <laughs> has Brandy Rose been in? 
She was in that None. stupid nightmare collective Nightmare bullshit. family collection, whatever. And that didn't yep. work out. She was collecting hair from uh, fucking uh, Awesome Kong. That didn't work out. Uh, it's like she tries to form these stables and then they put it to the side, insulting our intelligence and act like we didn't know about that. Then they started the heels uh, thing with the women. Yeah. And I don't know where that's gone. Um, and then now it's like... You know, she threw herself, or maybe, I don't know, maybe Cody was the one that was telling her. But, you know, the, the TNT title, it's like they do the schmaz last week, and, and she puts herself in it and does the flip outside to everybody. No, why? <laughs> Why'd you do that? No, that you just made the focus on you when you did that. Tony. I also saw on TakeOver, Johnny Gargano come out with a referee shirt. True. There's no need no need for him to do that. No need. <laughs> Stay in the fucking back, Johnny. But no. And then also, Tony, I'm sorry. Those fucking promos they were doing in their house, yeah. the Gargano dinners, this is disgusting. <laughs> like, every week, yeah, we but, gave him a yeah, point five. Yeah, yeah, I remember Cody did the same shit. Cutting promos in his house. Yes. He did. But he did. I agree. Fuck you know here. what, Tony? You're not changing my mind. The Garganos <laughs> are the worst, more annoying team. The more annoying married couple are the Garganos. I'm over them. And Tony, with and I'm going to take a rumor from you. The rumor about the Garganos getting called up to the main roster. Mm-hmm. Oh, no. Please. I think Rob no. might get him. Yeah, what are your thoughts? Uh, before I get into my I, thoughts. I have a feeling... I, I have a feeling who you're leading with, but yeah. go ahead, read some of the comments. John Singh, uh, he said uh, both. Okay. Yes. And he also said game over. <laughs> and he also said the Garganos. Make up your fucking mind, dude. <laughs> Listen, he said both, and then he said game over, which is hinting at uh, Triple H and Stephanie, yeah. I feel like. Yeah. And, <laughs> and then he's like, nah, wait, the Garganos is just, yeah, nah, nah, Garganos Jesus for sure. Christ, man. Wow. Ryan Blair just posted a picture of Triple H. <laughs> How did this become the Garganos and the Rhodes and then Triple H is in there? I mean, I get the reference, but that's fucking stupid. Um, I mean, they didn't read. Obviously, they didn't. Uh, Michael J.D., he said, Brandy and Cody aren't annoying at all. And the only annoying one between Gargano and Larray is Johnny Takeover. You know what? I'm not mad at that answer. <laughs> I'm not mad at that answer Why? because because the true most annoying out of all four of these people is Johnny Gargano. I don't know, man. I don't. I don't. Know. All right, Tony Podcast. Yeah, yeah. I forgot to introduce myself properly of uh, Mr. Podcast Tony Diaz. Reference me. Oh, um, Mr. Tony. I just have to say, um, there's also a cease and desist letter. Uh, for Tony podcast, not because somebody has it, but because it's stupid. No, too bad. It's, I'm going with it now. Y'all done <laughs> fucked up. Uh, Mag- <laughs> Magnus Leisure. That is a good wrestling name right there. That is. That is. <laughs> he said, uh, "Brandy still hasn't earned the right to be annoying." You know what? I just gave you a compliment, and I'm taking it back. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, this is, all right. Now, now here's, here's, here's my answer. Obviously I'm, I'm going to, I'm going with the roads and the reason why I'm going okay. with the roads and I'm sorry. Yes, we did get the interview with Cody. 
you know, thanks to Matt Novak, uh, our UK yep. uh, correspondent. Um, he did do the plug for us, our, our little bumper. He did do that for us. So I appreciate that. But I got to call it as I see it. Okay. All right. And this is coming from my experience in pro wrestling. This is coming from my experience in the indie leagues. This is coming from my experience in watching these so-called bookers only putting themselves and their friends over and their family over and all of us other guys that are trying to make a name for ourselves uh, and trying to do these shows for a hot dog and a handshake and, and get treated like shit. Now, I've seen that. I've been saying that since AEW started. I, you know what? Let me take it. Let me let me change change it up a little bit. Okay. I've been saying that since about four weeks after AEW started, and the reason why I'm okay. saying four weeks after AEW started is because I wanted it to see if the bullshit that that they were selling me was true. I wanted to see if the bullshit that they were telling me was true. And what am I talking about? I'm talking about the fact that they were saying that, no, we, we push our talent. We, we uh, create new superstars and all this other shit. But every damn week, and nobody can challenge me on this. I can guarantee you this. If you want to challenge me, go ahead. Go ahead. But every damn week, we saw the people that are in charge of AEW wrestling, the HNICs, the people that are in charge of AEW wrestling are on AEW television every week since AEW started. Either you have Cody Rhodes on TV every damn week. Okay, I think the break that he took with um, doing the TV (laughs) show was the first time he took off. I'm pretty sure of it. Um, but the Young Bucks are always on it. Jericho's always on it, okay? And Kenny Omega. If you guys remember, these are the four that are that started AEW. They own AEW. They are the president or the vice president or whatever. And Brandi Rose, of course, she's the one in charge of the, the, the women talent. And, and Kenny Omega's in charge of the booking of that part of it. Every damn week we see one of these people. Every damn week. Now, now going back to Cody Rhodes. Cody Rhodes puts himself over all the damn time. The first ever TNT champion. They knew. Let me tell you something. They knew, okay, that they would get more backlash if the first AEW champion was going to be Cody or Omega. So that's why, in my opinion, that's why they put Omega in that tag and they and Cody kind of just like put himself in the back burner. But think of it this way again. Okay, because I think Jericho has like a high position in AEW. They yeah. gave it to him. Okay? They gave it to him. The, uh, Cody, again, uh, he always uh, my match has got to be great. Need a blade. Uh <laughs> it's like, come on, man. He constantly puts himself over himself over. Think about all the vignettes. That that AEW does. His is the most elaborate, like the best one that's there. His entrance, it's the best one that's there. Next to Jericho, okay? Next to Jericho's taking his sweet ass time coming in the ring, Cody Rhodes is the top one because he wants to be known. (laughs) He wants to be seen. He is putting himself over. 
And I made this co complaint last week when they were doing the big, you know, the, the pull-aparts and stuff like that. Brandy Rhodes got involved in... Really? And even before that, when, when, um, when Brody won that TNT title and he smacked the shit out of Cody Rhodes with the broken one in the bag, who else had to be involved? Uh, fucking his wife. And why? For what? Why? Yeah, we get it. You, you guys have your own little clique. You have your own little stable. <laughs> the way you said that, the way you sound, said that made it sound like someone was fucking red fucking his wife right in front of him. <laughs> well, you know what I meant. Brandy. You know what I meant. <laughs> no, I honestly forgot her name for a second. Um, but... Uh, <laughs> But you know what I'm saying? Is I mean, come on, man. Every damn week. And then, for me, honestly, I was waiting for this week to be over with for the show to for me to cast my vote. If the Garganos, both of them were going to be over, and if Cody didn't win, I think I would have went with the Garganos. But yeah. I, if this situation happened where both Garganos lost and, and fucking Cody wins, I was going with Cody. Or if they both didn't wow. lose, then I still, this would have been hard. If this scenario, yeah. if this week didn't happen, this would have been a tough decision for me. I think I still would have leaned more towards Cody, but it would have made it a lot harder for me to, to make yeah. this decision. But, I mean, obviously everybody knows I'm going with Cody and Brandy. But, again, I mean, come on. After, we're going to talk about it later. Yes, I know. But I got to bring this up now. I mean, seriously? Did you just seriously do that on fucking AEW? Uh, seriously? Yeah. The week before yep. your one-year fucking anniversary, you put yourself yep. over like that? Are you fucking kidding yep. me? Are you fucking serious? Nope. All right, what, what are the yep. damn polls, Rick? I, I just got All right, annoyed. the polls. Well, first things first, I want to say this. Cody, if you want to ever come on our show, you're more than welcome, and I will edit everything Tony just said out, okay? <laughs> <laughs> if you ever want to come on the show. That being said, 64% say the Garganos are more annoying, and 36% say the Rhodes are more annoying. What? Yes, and You're... Tony, uh, wow. speaking of annoying, um, the women's division in WWE, yeah. is it better with Becky Lynch gone, or is it worse with her gone? Mm -hmm. Um, before I get to your comment, Rick, Josh Sanders said, it's been very random and hard to follow. Anyone, any given week can become number one contender, but that belt stays where it is, obviously. What are your thoughts, Rick? For me, you know, like I said, I, I, I'm a huge Becky Lynch fan, mm -hmm. or I was at least. And then I was really excited for her heel turn and I was really excited for the whole man thing. And then it just got repetitive, repetitive, repetitive. And then for a year long, she didn't lose. And the matches weren't getting better. Right. You know, one thing I liked about Jinder Mahal. And yes, I'm going to compare this to Jinder Mahal. Wow. One thing I liked about Jinder Mahal's title reign for six months mm -hmm. was that his matches with Randy Orton were getting better every time. The yeah. matches were getting okay. a lot better okay um with becky lynch it just stayed stagnant it just stayed the same and nothing really changed except that she was just i'm the man i'm the man <laughs> and i'm gonna do my jump kick in the corner which i've never liked when yeah. she jumps from the second rope and kicks him in the stomach mm -hmm. it just doesn't look good mm -hmm. um her wrestling was not getting better her her 
in-ring ability to talk was getting better, but her her matches weren't getting better. Um, yeah, I, I just wasn't down for it. Um, now, to say, has the women's division been better? I think so, because it's given Bailey a huge pop, gave her a huge opportunity to run the business the way it's supposed to be. Asuka's getting more opportunities. Uh, Sasha's finally getting some opportunities. Um, yeah, I get it that it's staying the same. Like, Asuka's keeping the title. Bailey's keeping the title. But at the end of the day, Becky had both belts for a long yeah. time. Was it a long time? I think she only yeah, had it for like, like three a few months. months. I think. Yeah, three, mo- three months is too long. When you have two belts, <laughs> it's, uh, it's a long time. Yeah. You either give one up or you lose it right away. Mm-hmm. Um... But yeah, I, I honest, in my opinion, I think more women are getting opportunities than when Becky had the title. Because when Becky had the title, all we saw was Charlotte and Becky on TV most yeah. of the time. Yeah. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, and then everybody else was tag team. They it didn't matter <laughs> if you were a team or not. Everybody else was tag team. Yeah. It was just Becky and Charlotte. Mm-hmm. Um, so with that being said, I'm gonna say it has been better since uh, Becky's been gone. Um, you know what? I'm gonna agree with you. And the reason why is because everything you just said is exactly how I feel. Everybody else is getting, starting yeah. to get opportunities now. And we're starting to see different things, too. Now, I will say this because I don't want to sound like a hypocrite, but I don't mind. I didn't mind when she was champion, though. I didn't. Because yeah. it, it made the belt. Um, because there's, there's always a saying in wrestling that the belt doesn't make the wrestler. The wrestler makes the belt. Yep. And I think Becky... Um, definitely made that women's championship. Um, now I and, and the reason now this whole thing, this whole women's division is 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 I don't know. It's just like the title in itself. It's it's not where it's supposed to be. And I think Becky was actually doing that. And yep. here's the deal: when she got pregnant, nobody beat her. She beat herself. So yep. was that a proper way for her to leave? Is she ever going to come back, or is she's going to stay home? You know, be home, uh, be a home mom. Um, the the reputation that she was having, uh, that one SummerSlam when she lost, and then she went stone cold, yeah. and everybody loved that shit. The WWE had to jump on that opportunity and push her as much as they could. And they did. They succeeded in that. And people got what they wanted. Oh, my God. Listen. Key word. You guys got what you wanted. God. Uh, there's a reason why I say that. But anyway, I digress. Uh, <laughs> the, the thing of it is, Becky was making that championship more uh, prestigious than it was. Um, but you're right. The I only agree. thing they did wrong was the fact that they kept... The feud with her and Charlotte, her and Charlotte, her and Charlotte. And nobody else wasn't really getting a chance. All of a sudden, they were being a tag team just so they can be in the program with somebody or something or even for the tag championship. But since she's left, yeah, a lot of other women all of a sudden started getting opportunities. In my opinion, all of a sudden, that belt, everybody was fighting for it now. You know, so uh, I, I have to agree with you that uh, the women's division is better off without Becky. And I had, I would hate to yeah. say it, but I will say this. If she ever does decide to come back, I think she'll come back to a huge pop. And, oh, for sure. But let me throw this question at you, Rick. If she does come back, obviously she'll have that huge pop. Should she win this championship right away? 
You know what I'm saying? Yes, yeah. I agree. I think she should. Yeah, and you wouldn't she be mad about that. It. I wouldn't be mad about that. Record this episode, all right? And uh, play record. it back for me when I'm get when I get upset. I'm gonna have to now. <laughs> <laughs> but if not, somebody out there will, will fucking uh, say it. So, <laughs> well, there's, that, there's also, a lot of people that disagree with you, Rick. And of they'll, course, they'll make sure. And I have to. <laughs> and I have to say this though, Charlotte too. It's better off without Charlotte also. Yeah. Because Charlotte hasn't been around since Becky left too. Yeah. Well, she got hurt. And, and yeah, and, I mean, did she get hurt or was it just like, no, I, I know she well, had to fix up some things yeah. with her breastuses, but, um. <laughs> no, she had that shoulder but, injury, remember? No, I don't. Yeah. Um, but, uh, <laughs> Charlotte, it's, it's been better without her too because, again, yeah. more people are getting opportunities. Mm-hmm. She was NXT champion for God's sake. I mean, you can uh, you can throw her into this mix, and I feel like if we, we was to throw Charlotte into the mix with Becky, mm. if it was better or worse, the poll results will be a lot different. And I'll tell you right now, 20% of the people say it's better without Becky. <gasps> 80% say it's worse without Becky. You're kidding. I'm serious. So then let's do That's it. That's how much... You put, let's yeah. put your theory to the test then. Put All right. On our Facebook, do a poll of, is the women's division better? Without Becky and Charlotte, is that what you? Yeah. Is that what you're you're saying? Yeah, that's what I'm or saying. Or just Charlotte? Yep. I feel no. I feel like no. With Charlotte, it's gonna be way better. You, that's, 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 that's that I know these people. When <clears throat> we put them together, it's not gonna be twenty eighty. It's gonna be probably 50, 50, 60, 40 really? kind of thing. I believe so. Wow. All right. All right. Well, then let's do it. It won't be a hot tag, yeah. but let's do it as a regular poll. That yeah, for sure. That's cool. Interesting, too. Very, very interesting. All right. So, uh, yeah, if anybody else has some comments or questions and you want to throw it on our Facebook page, go ahead. We'll talk about it, and uh, we, it might make it as a hot tag. Who knows? But uh, it better be good. That's all I'm saying. You know what I'm saying? Uh, with that being said, Rick, it is time for the wrestling news uh, from around the world. Take it away. <laughs> all right. Before we do that, let's get into some birthdays. Jesus Christ. What, what what did I do to deserve is, this? Is, is this like a new soundboard he's got or what? What the fuck? Is the same shit every You week? know what it is? It's just that I don't care. <laughs> so it makes it easier to just do whatever I want. Oh, my Lord. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Um, Abyss turns 46 years old. Oh, no shit. What, yeah. You know what? Uh, that thing that he was doing with... Um, AJ. With AJ, that was gold. Why did they yes, stop that? Uh, they should have kept going with that. I don't know. Maybe, maybe it was his For call. Sure. Maybe it was his call. Yeah. But even still, I think that was that was gold. But then again, things change, and we'll talk about that later. <laughs> yes. Uh, the Miz turns 40 years old. 40? Yeah. Wow. How much longer do you think he's yeah, got? Up there. Five years. Five years, yeah. Five years. Okay. Because he's not really doing much either. No, so. that's true, too. That is true, yeah. too. Yeah. Uh, Rhino turns 45. That is kind of shocking wow, to me. Oh, no shit. I feel like Rhino was a lot older than that for whatever reason. I thought he was a lot younger. Wow. Yeah. Okay. I thought he was around 40. Yeah. <laughs> but, nice. Right. Well, nothing about him is round because this <laughs> motherfucker is built like a refrigerator box. <laughs> square and everything. Yeah. Like, how do you get more square? <laughs> <laughs> Like, what routine do I have to do to become right. square shape? You know, right. looking like SpongeBob. All right. And our last birthday, 
Linda McMahon turns 72 years old. Dang, really? Yeah. Wow. She's still in politics, right? I think so. Yeah, she's a she's she's somewhere in politics. I don't know, but hey, whatever. Yeah. Uh, happy birthday. <laughs> happy birthday, Linda. Yes. She got her ass beat a couple times. Yeah, she did. She actually didn't she All get right. didn't she get uh uh power bomb through the table by the Dudleys? I know yeah, May Young. So. May Young, they did it to May Young, but I thought they did it to her too. They might have cuz I well, remember when she was what was it uh like she couldn't move, she couldn't talk, like ketosis whatever the yeah. fuck that word is. Yeah. Yeah. Where she Yeah. <laughs> what the hell is that? Oh my god. <laughs> I don't remember. Oh, oh my god, man, Linda! Uh, yeah, they were pushing her around in a wheelchair. Yeah, Vince was kissing. Oh, yes. was Vince kissing Trish or somebody I think so, in yeah. front of her? Yeah. Oh she was all man! Shit. Oh yeah. my god, that was yo guys. <laughs> oh my god, wrestling was so bad, <laughs> guys. The this good guy old days. was kissing guys. <laughs> How? How? Yo guys, uh. she was. She couldn't move. Yeah. She was sitting in a wheelchair, and this dude was getting his rocks off in front of her. <laughs> she didn't even blink. <laughs> oh man, guys, go back to that. That that. Oh my god, that's just wrong in so many levels. <laughs> Yo, say what you will. Vince McMahon got the biggest balls on the planet. <laughs> I mean, he man. he must fucking grapefruits that motherfucking room. If, what was he thinking? Yep. And it, wow. That just blew my mind. With that being said, it is now time for the wrestling news from around the world. All right. Uh, guys, Braun Strowman takes a picture of his abs, showing off I've his abs. That. And in the picture, he has a syringe. Um, what? I didn't see yeah. that. <laughs> Yeah, so he took down the picture and reposted it without the syringe. You're kidding. So Maybe that's the one. There was, a sur- there was a syringe in the picture, and then he claims that that was a B12 shot. <laughs> it could have been. And, and I'm I, not defending it. I hear it. the chuckle. No, no, no. I hear that chuckle, Tony. I'm not defending it, and the reason why I chuckled is because I know what you're thinking. I know what everybody else is thinking, but... I did. Where did I see this from, though? Somebody else. They were saying that they just recently had a B12 shot, and it was one of the wrestlers. I forgot who. And they they made a comment saying, and this was way before Braun put this picture out. So just to just to make it clear, and they said that um, everybody, it, uh, not forced. What's the what's the word? Um, everybody was like told that they need to start taking B12 shots to prevent, um, uh, what was it? I don't remember. I, I, you know what? If I, let, let me, I'll find out. I'll find out and then I'll come back to it. But no, I know you, I do. I know what everybody's thinking, <laughs> but that's funny as hell. <laughs> Man, you know, like I took B12 shots, mm-hmm. but I had to go to the doctor. Yeah. I wasn't taking them yeah. home yeah. and taking pictures of my abs. And, and, and B12, guys, is just a deficiency for your B12. Yeah. That's why you take the shots to mm-hmm. get your system back up yeah. and running. Like, I, but, I got a, I got the, the vitamin D. I got that deficiency, but I don't take a shot. I take pills. Cause I have oh, them. yeah, you got vitamin D, okay? <laughs> no, I give the D. I don't take the D. But, uh, Woo! 
<laughs> but uh oh thanks but uh yeah so i don't take a shot for it. i take pills for it so. yeah yeah no yeah no, so, i mean um, who knows maybe it's maybe they changed it who the fuck knows but I, listen, I mean, obvious, it, the obvious answer is the big S word. But I mean, let's say this: um, rhymes with like asteroid. If, if those you of you, don't know. those of you that play Among Us, it's kind of sus. All right, <laughs> it's kind of suspicious. Yeah. Okay, Braun, you're looking kind of sus. Um, I did not know my that. Last, That's fucking crazy. Yeah, wow. My last bit of news. Uh, speaking of crazy. And not because of the person, because of the amount. Mm -hmm. Candy Cartwright, the woman who accused yes. Matt Riddle yeah. of sexual assault, is suing Matt Riddle, the WWE, um, Evolve, what? and a couple other people for $10 million. You're kidding me. No. Wow. And this is why huh. I don't know what to think anymore. Because mm -hmm. um, you know her. It's... Yeah, and it's a touchy subject. Um, a lot of people I already know, I already hear it in my ears. <laughs> She's doing it for the money. Yeah. She's doing it for the money. Yeah. Doing it for the money. Um, from her claims, uh, Matt Riddle sexually assaulted her at right after an Evolve show. Evolve people were around. Mm -hmm. She t went to Evolve and no one did anything. He went to WWE. And remember, WWE works with Evolve. Yeah. So that's where the connection comes in. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, a lot of people are not going to take this well. I know no. that already. <laughs> um, I don't know what to say. For me, wow. it's... Listen, man. If something bad like that happened to you, get your fucking money. Yeah. Get, like, like, that's how I look at mm -hmm. it. I know how other people are going to look at it. People are going to be like, well, she's a gold digger. She, she just did this for the money. Right. She did this for notoriety. Yeah. This is this is one of those things where I put my hands up, you know. Mm. Now, what about and the fact? I, what about the fact that uh, that Matt Riddle, um, like, even told WWE though ahead of time. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's that's where I'm having a hard time with this because people that that do get accused, they don't go and let other people know ahead of time. Hey, listen, this is what's been going on with this woman, and blah 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 blah. So I'm just letting you know now because I don't want shit to backfire on me later on. You yeah. know what I'm saying? But that's also that kid. Like, see, the thing is, there, there are so many manipulative people out there. Where they are. You see them jumping up ahead of the curve, and he could just be one of those guys who he plays this idiot on TV, but he's actually very manipulative, narcissistic. Mm -hmm. So, and for him to be like, yeah, I had an affair with her. And blah blah blah, it's just like well you can't deny it, right? He can't deny that he didn't right. hook up with her right. because there are pictures. Yeah, you know. Mm -hmm. So it's just like what what can you do? But you have to admit that you had an affair. Right. No, and I understand that. But think of it this way too: those pictures obviously look like they were mutual. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Obviously, if the pictures were there, she obviously agreed to it too. I'm not defending Matt. I'm not. But I'm just yeah. saying at the situation that, okay, he admitted it, obviously, because there were pictures out there. So, but in none of those pictures does it look like he was forcing himself onto her. It looked like they did have a relationship. So, no, for I, me, I, I for me, it's kind of like, um, th this is a hard situation. And, I, and again, yeah. I'm not defending either or, 
but I'm just saying, you know, with the evidence that we see that's presented in front of us, and is Matt really, you know, actually admitting to infidelity, number one, but um, the pictures that's there, does there's nothing, I need something else from the other party to make it, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. This is a hard situation. No, I get it. But I get it, but you're never going to get a like, picture of sexual assault. Well, I, I <laughs> know, like, I, and I know that, but it makes it kind of hard to win if, if because I'm, I'm sorry to say, there's some trifling women out there that will just say no, that. I agree. They will just say that, and they'll be like, wait a minute, we were dating. What the fuck are you talking? You know what I'm saying? So that's yeah. the power that women have over men, and that's it's, a, it's unfortunate, but at the same time, we can't take that situation lightly. So yeah. is it? it's like this situation in itself, it's like, is she doing it just so she can stay face and be like, well, I'm, I'm not going to have my reputation damaged, or... Is she really just, um, is she really, did it really just happen? Were there other witnesses? Are they really going to, it's, it's like for me, I'm sorry to say, and I know this may or may not come out right, but I'm going to tell you anyway, there's guys out there that will do some dumb shit. That's just the God's honest truth. When I talk to my, my daughters, I always tell them. Always travel in twos, never travel by yourself. And when I'm saying travel in twos, I'm saying to her with another girl, okay? Her with, you know, your best friend, your BFF, never travel alone in situations like that because you never know what can happen. Um, yeah. Uh, obviously, they both are in a relationship, so, you know, when they travel, they take their significant others with them. But uh, it's, situ- it's situations like this, I'm telling you, and as a man, you, you need to be careful. You need to be careful because sometimes there is a woman out there that does prey on situations like this. And then again, there's men out there that prey on situations like this too because they think they can get away with it because other men are in the car. As far as a man goes, fucking step up, man. If you see something that's not right and if you see the fear in that woman's eyes or if you see her crying afterwards, go up to her, man, and say, yo, what the fuck just happened? And stick yep. up for that situation. Don't be afraid anymore. We can't. We can't uh, be allowing this to happen. So, yep. like I said, this may may not come out right. But I just, like I said, looking at what we know now, this is hard. This is a hard situation. No, yeah, I agree with you. Because no, did you. did Matt Riddle really do the right thing to let them know? Hey, she's a little bit of a psycho. I dated her. In all actuality, I, it was an affair that I had. So. I mean, because if you look at the picture, they didn't look like they were dating. Yeah. You know? Tony, I'll, I'll throw this out at you. I, I watched this movie last night with my wife called The Lie. Um, and what happened in the movie was the daughter killed her best friend. And, spoiler alert, by the way. The <laughs> couple, the, her parents, try to cover up for it by getting ahead, by going to the police and saying, well, the father of my daughter's best friend was beating her. Right. And now all of a sudden the attention's on him. Yeah. So when we're, we're talking about Matt Riddle, oh, WWE, listen, there's this crazy girl out there. Mm-hmm. She, she said I slept with her and I abused her, blah, blah, blah. I just want to put that out there. Mm-hmm. Like people, there are people out no, there that... I agree. I agree. But yeah. my thing is too is did Matt Riddle, because I heard this too, is that he also put a restraining on her, a restraining order on her even before he went to WWE. 
Yeah. So, I mean, well, for me, that's kind of like, all right, well, well this was again, before Tony, he was even known. How do you slam somebody, slander somebody's name? You put a restraining order on her. That's because true, Because at the too. end of the day, it looks like, well, she she's the one that has the restraining order against mm-hmm. her. So, obviously, she's the one that's blah, blah, blah. And then all of a sudden, everything is skewed. Listen, but, this, but, if this goes to court, it's, it's fucked. Yeah. It, like, I don't know who... I don't think there's... There's no winners here. Yeah. No, there isn't. (laughs) You know, Mm -hmm. it's tough. It's one of those situations where we're never going to know who's telling the truth. Even if we get a a settlement, if we get a Mm -hmm. ruling, I'm not going to believe either side because this is one of those things where it's all messed up. Yeah, but but it's also like I just said, too. You know, it's like you look at one end and it's like, okay, well, maybe he is telling the truth. But then you look at the other end, it's like... You know, we, we tell these women to speak up and speak out and stuff like that. And here she is actually doing it. And then she has to go through all this. But then yeah. again, then, I don't know. It's all about evidence, too. It's it's yeah. Yeah. like exactly what you just said. This is a tough, tough situation to look at and be like, all right, wait a minute. Who's telling the truth here? And and like yeah. I said, I don't want to. I'm not sticking up for Matt Riddle. I'm not sticking up for that woman either because this is a tough situation. I'm like, I got to see more. Put it that way. I hate to say it that way, but Uh, it's true. I got to see more. Well, all right. With that being said, it is on to the rumors. All right, rumors. uh, There have been multiple pitches, uh, pitched ideas to remove the Money in the Bank briefcase from Otis and make the storyline a main focus again, some of which are really decent ideas. uh, Decent ideas. Uh, However, and this is a big however, (laughs) Otis' biggest fan is Vince. So right now, yeah. right now, that's a big new. <laughs> what is he seeing this guy? I don't know. I mean, honestly, character-wise, Otis has it. I'm sorry. He does. He does. Because, and, and I'm going to tell you why. His character, I, I want to say, is more, it's, it's not for an adult, but it's more for a kid. Yeah, it's it's. I don't, no, I get it. It's weird. No, no, I see. You know, but you feel sorry throw, for the guy. Yeah, and and just to throw this out there, a reference from the '90s, a person from the '90s that a lot of kids and people won't know about, Chris Farley. I see Chris Farley in Otis. Well, they're from the same high school. <laughs> really? Yes. I said this a oh, long time ago. Oh, I didn't know ago. that. Yeah, I said oh, that on the show a well, few, like a few months ago. That uh, oh. that the the ref, there was a lot of reference. To uh, to Chris Farley, for, to Otis, and I came to find out that Otis is from Minnesota, same place where uh, Chris Farley's from, and they both went to the same high school. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Well, there you go. Yeah, that's why they both act just like that. So I don't know. Maybe it's a Minnesota thing. <laughs> <laughs> Any Minnesota people out there want to verify this? Ad- Adam Monet. Yeah. Haven't heard from him in a while. Oh yeah. yeah what the fuck is he doing? Yeah. Jesus. Yeah. Um, but that's funny as fuck, though. That is funny. But, uh, yeah, so, I mean, especially what's been going on in SmackDown with that storyline, I'm like, y'all need to do something. Because I'm sorry to say, right now, the, the hottest thing SmackDown got going right now is that Universal Championship with Roman. Yes. And you yeah. are not going to tell me that Otis is going to cash in on him. <laughs> 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 or on Drew for that matter. <laughs> no. No way. 
Uh, speaking of Roman, a new stable will be forming with Roman Reigns as its leader and the Usos underneath him with the potential for others to get involved as well. How would you add the Usos after Jay? Well, put it this way. Um, after what happened at Clash of Champions when um, Jim, is it Jimmy? Jimmy, Jimmy, yep. He came in and he right away said, all right, yeah, you're the tribal chief, you're the tribal chief. And Jay refused to say it. I think yep. that's that they just put that plug in us for for that situation. I think Jimmy's going to be the first one to jump into that stable. I think Jay might get a little baby face run and then eventually turn into. I th this is going to be a long story. Okay. To okay. where. Yeah, I was going to the say because. Is, they're like, not going to do it right away, I don't think. This is going to take a while. Yeah. And they're going to just start okay. adding. You know what I'm saying? They're going to just start adding. All right, then I'm fine with that. Yeah, oh, I am I'm too. fine with that. Then. I am too. Yeah. And uh, finally, WWE wants to make Damian Priest the next big star. So, wow. Yeah. Well, okay. I mean, think about it, man. Uh, you know, the guy's got the look. He's got the height. He's got the build. He's got the voice for his damn sure. He's got a. Yeah. He's got the deep voice. You know? <laughs> That was a bad yeah. impersonation, but you know where I'm coming Shit. from. He, he does got it. So uh, hopefully they do uh, treat him right. So yeah, that's all sure. I got for the rumors, Rick. Injury time. Are you ready for this? Are you ready yeah. for the... I think this is the most injuries I've ever had. Oh, really? Uh, Mickey James, broken nose. What? When? Yeah. I don't know. I just know that she has a broken nose. She'll be out for a little bit. Oh, shit. Uh... Eric from the Viking Raiders has surgery after a surgical screw was protruding into his tricep. Holy shit. So he's having that removed. Jesus. Um, he had surgery before and the screw he had in is just poking at his tricep. Wow. So he's having that fixed up. He's having a baby. Uh, Ivar is out, so it's perfect timing for him to do all this stuff. Yeah. Um, Finn Balor. <laughs> broken jaw in two places. <laughs> After his Kyle O'Reilly match yeah. at NXT TakeOver, which we'll go over shortly. Now, did you hear Jericho? Yeah. Oh, my God. Those that don't uh, know, Jericho. Jericho put out a fucking tweet saying, um, what was it? Something about... So, basically, a fan said that he should take uh, lessons from Kyle O'Reilly and Finn Balor's match. Oh, yeah. And Jericho responded with, yeah, beat the shit out of each other so you can't work for a couple of weeks. Yeah. Come on, now. Listen, Tony, I know what you're thinking. I know what you're saying. I agree. No. The, 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 you beat the shit out of each other. That wasn't accidents. That, that, no. that was an accident. That was strong style to the point where they were breaking they each other in, down. In Japan. We're not in New Japan. <laughs> he was, so he should know. <laughs> um, and this last injury, Tony, I am so upset about this injury because I really feel. Yeah. Like this, and I'll, I'll 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 talk about it first. The injury, Rich Holland. Yes. Now get this, dislocated his ankle mm -hmm. and fracture, and had a fracture in his left leg. Mm -hmm. In his right leg, he dislocated his knee yep. and a tendon ruptured. Yeah. Yep. He's out for a long yeah, time. Yeah. It was more his Tony. left leg though than his right, because they said they were able to pop back in his patella. Yeah. Right there. They, they said, said he was right then and there. Yeah. Yep. My thing is this, Tony. What the fuck was Danny Birch doing? Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. this reminds me of... Was it Danny Birch or was it uh, Lorkin? It might have been I Lorkin. Think it was, no, I think it was Birch. Okay. I think it was Birch. 
No, 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 no. It was Lorcan because uh, Lorcan because uh, Birch got lost the match and got laid out oh, after the match. You're right. You're right. Yeah. You're right. So uh, only Lorcan. He doesn't die. He does a, a what's it called when you swing springboard or something like that. Yeah. I don't know. He just jumped over the top rope and did a splash, mm -hmm. and Rich tried to catch him, and he just dropped. Yeah. The referees threw up the X's right, right away. Right away. Uh, my and problem is this reminds off. me. Yeah. Because he was going to keep going. Yeah, I saw that. Pushed yeah. his ass right off. Like, nope. This reminds me of Big Cass's injury with Enzo, mm -hmm. where there was no need for that. Mm -hmm. There was no need for Big Cass to fight Enzo for a fourth time to fucking put him out. Right? Right. Now you're doing this. There's no reason for Oni Larkin to jump over the top rope and do a splash to the outside. Yeah. I get what they were going with, yeah. with Rich Holland catching him and showing off how strong he is. Mm -hmm. But Oni Larkin is not a small guy. No. If it was Drake Maverick, fine. <laughs> Oni Larkin is a pretty big guy. Yeah. Danny Burch is a big guy. Yeah. Tall. They're it tall. Was just a, they're tall. Yeah. They're tall, but they're very muscular. <laughs> God. Yes, and they're solid they're weight. So, you yeah, know? they're solid I, weight. People need to understand. Ugh. There's a big difference with that, and uh, and I'm glad you brought up Drake Maverick because it would have made, uh, I don't want to say made more sense, but it, that would have been a safer route. Um, yeah. Now my thoughts on this, since we're talking about it, we might as well talk about it. Is I think they did too much. Um, yeah. I heard, and I could be wrong. I got to look more into it, but I think this kind of makes sense because even when I was watching this and then I thought it was over and they kept going, I was like, oh, they're still going. All right. I was told that either um, Holland or who was it that jumped on him? Lorkin. Lorkin. One of those two called for that spot. They said, no, let's keep going. One of those, I think it was Lorkin, actually. No. Jesus, I got to find out. I got to find out. I know they said one of those two called that spot to bring, to make more, to bring more into that uh, scenario. And yeah. that's what happened. So I would have been fine with, because you got to go back and watch. Because at one point you thought it was over. And then all of a yeah. sudden that happened. I'm like, whoa, what the fuck? You know what I'm saying? So just yeah. go back and watch and you'll see. I, I might go back and watch it just so I can see to see if there was some kind of uh, communication and to see who was who actually called that spot. Um, if I can't find it, then I'll find the information of who did actually did call that spot. But but you're right though. There's there was no reason, or even you know what? Even if they did it to where, no no no, I changed my mind on that too. Never mind. <laughs> Unfortunate, yeah. but uh, yeah yeah. So just. He's gonna be out for a while. And, yes, and I'd I say just, about a year. Yeah, I wish that he has a speedy recovery, but mm -hmm. that's not gonna happen. Yeah. So I uh, wish you the best, Rich Holland. He, yeah, I, I was starting I, to like him. I thought he was gonna do good things. I, I think I think he will. I think he will. Once he comes back, he will. But I tell you this much: he's gonna be wearing a lot of knee braces <laughs> on both yeah. knees. <laughs> and you know what? We were saying, Tony. I'm glad you said that. We just said it. Yep. We just mm -hmm. said it a couple of weeks ago. You need to wear knee pads. Yeah. You need to wear these things. The braces, yeah. Even yeah. if you don't yeah. have issues. You got to remember, if you're in the wrestling business and, and it, 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 it... It's protective gear, it's guys. protective gear, yeah. It doesn't mean that you got an issue with your knees. It's protecting your knees. You know, having these braces, I'm telling you, it, it's, it, it helps. 
Um, even if you don't have bad knees or whatever, it helps. Um, I've, I've always had this issue with, with people like, like Matt Riddle. It's He's a walking injury right now, in my opinion. And yeah. think about it this way, too. Rusev or Miro, he was like that. And look what happened. Yep. He was like, yep. fuck that. I'm wearing boots. Matt Riddle, yep. he's going to be next. You watch. I guarantee it. I guarantee it. I'm not wishing injury on the guy. I, I don't wish injury on nobody. But yeah. you guys got to understand. Wrestling nowadays is a whole different ball game. With the flips yeah. and everybody's got to do a new move and blah, 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 blah. So just throwing it out there. Yeah. Well, with that all being said, it's now time for our hot tag news. Uh, Mustafa Ali and Ali's retribution. Yes. Um, if, if you're late to the party uh, on Raw, Ali uh, is the main dude behind retribution. Uh, so the hot tag news is, will Ali being the leader of Retribution further his career? I'm just going to go right into it, and I'm just going to say, hell yeah. Hell yeah, it was. Yeah, I, and the reason why is because he wasn't doing jack shit before. Um, that's true. Now, I will say this. If they do this right, they need to incorporate the fact that the hacker was him all along. Yeah. They got to do that. They do. Josh Sanders says, I have faith it can bring us, uh, I have faith. It can, as long as they can make this stable legit and not confusing. I want the hacker, oh, I just said that. I want the hacker plot with Ali to be with this too. Like, make all this confusion make sense, finally. That's true. Exactly what I just said. I just said that. And they do. I think this will definitely... If they do this right, they got to do it right. <laughs> they can't bury yeah, this situation. You know, Dion Madden, I, will, I, I can't say this enough. That dude is a monster. And screwy looking. When they were both, when they were both standing behind Ali. Holy fuck, yeah. Giants. They, yeah. <laughs> giants ahead of them. Yeah, and I, and, I, um, and I know Vince McMahon's willy went pew when they, <laughs> when yeah. they showed that shot. Oh, yeah. Yes, I like that. That's good shit, pal. But at this oh yeah, <laughs> Linda, where are you, Linda? <laughs> Watch what I'm true, gonna do man. with a deal, man. I think Madden. this will definitely and, and and people, what you guys gotta understand, and I'm getting really tired of hearing this shit, is that they're oh, this is stupid. Is it really? So you want the same fucking shit that they normally do all the fucking time? Lately, WWE in general, between SmackDown and Raw, they've been doing different shit, and people are still yeah. fucking complaining. And the same people Tony, doing I, I, the complaining is the goddamn AEW fanboys. Yeah, I said it. I said it. <laughs> Shit. I'm going to tell you this. I love this for Ali. I think it's great. Yes. I do not, however, do not want to incorporate the hacker storyline into this. Why not? It would only make the sense. The hacker storyline. Like, eh. like, put it this way. Just if, Even if he just says. I'm not saying that he needs. they need to backtrack to that story. But they need to at, at least acknowledge that he was just a hacker. That's it. No, scrap it. No, because it was on that SmackDown. Way it, it, it makes a, sense. Tony, I'll, I'm about to make sense for you. No. Okay? So, <laughs> <laughs> Ali was supposed to get the Kofi Kingston run. Vince was so right. behind Ali. He got hurt. Yeah. And then he lost his opportunity to Kofi. Right. That in itself is all about retribution. And right there. Nothing. Not, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. And that is what got him 
to be like, you know what? You guys put me on fucking main event yeah. after I was supposed to be the guy to yeah. climb the ladder of success. Mm-hmm. And then you see Dio Madden get F5 from Brock Lesnar mm. and nobody does anything. You see this guy lose. Dominic Dijakovic. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he lost to Keith Lee or whatever. Uh, no, no, to... Um, uh, that's the killer suit name. Killer or, Cross. Sorry. Carrying Cross. Cross. <laughs> sorry. Um, <laughs> and then you saw Mia Yim get her ass mm-hmm. beat. So they have all. And Slapjack. Oh, sorry. Slap, yo. And rumor towards that is that they're saying that they're going to take Mercedes Martinez out of the re- retribution. Yeah, she don't belong there. No, I'm oh, sorry. No. I-, I think Mercedes Martinez. Listen, I wouldn't be upset if they release her. Damn. I-, I-, I don't see. I don't see a spot really? for her. It just doesn't work. Nope. Wow. Um, I will tell you this though. Tell me. Um, Slapjack don't belong there. I would replace him with Ricochet in a heartbeat. Mm. Okay. In a heartbeat, Shane Thorne is not that good, guys. <laughs> like, and he's smaller than Ali. <laughs> but but you know what? He can be that annoying one. Because you you know how in some groups they have the tiny tiniest dude. No, I get dude, it. Yeah, and he's like the most annoying one, but he's like the craziest motherfucker too. That's that's yeah, that's what he can be. Yeah. So he's sitting right next to me. Yeah, yeah. I see him. Yeah. I see him. Yeah. He's doing the finger behind your back, by the way. Yeah, yeah. No, no I know. <laughs> but that's it's... what I'm talking about. <laughs> when you know, you know. When you no, know, I, you know. I I see what you're saying yeah. there. Yeah. Um. So for Ali's retribution, 83% say yes, it will be better for his career. 17% say no, it won't be. Wow. Interesting. Okay. All right. Hey, you know. So I I would say this. Those 17% of the people that say no won't better his career, you're the hater comment of the week. And the Mm -hmm. hater comment of the week is brought to you by Kenny Casanova, the biggest hater we know. Go to WOHW.com and purchase a book today. He wrote books for Tito Santana, Dangerous Danny Davis, Sabu, Vader, Kamala, uh, Brutus the Barber Beefcake, and more. He has coloring books. He has a comic book. He has a space odyssey book mm-hmm. check it out at wohw.com purchase your book today and uh tell him tell kenny we, we sent you and maybe he'll drop a fucking plug once in a while for us mm-hmm. yeah right that's, yeah that's all that's we got it. yeah <laughs> but no i i definitely agree and, and and again if you guys have any uh questions or comments or something that you want us to talk about throw it on our facebook page and uh like I said, it, there's a chance it could be the hot tag news of the week, or uh, we can do a poll on it if we don't agree. Or, yeah, for sure. You know, so just uh, don't be afraid. Go ahead. And, and not just for us, uh, the Globe guys. Um, yeah. So for them, they do most of the coverage for the, a lot of the coverage for AEW. Uh, so you can hear your, uh, you can hear their thoughts and opinions on that and New Japan and TNA and, um, uh, Ring of Honor and all Ring that. of Honor. Bunch of stuff yeah. they cover. Those guys cover a lot. A lot more than we do. Um, yeah. So with that being said, let's go into the NXT TakeOver. We didn't do an aftermath for this show because there was only five matches and the show would have been 20 minutes. So this is going to be probably less than that. Uh, so let's just go really quick. Um, the highs and lows for this match for me, that was, this was a good NXT I wasn't really disappointed by this. Um, the highest one for me, honestly, I gave it was for was the Finn Balor and Kyle O'Reilly. I gave it a four. I gave it a four. Wow. For me, it was that good, yeah. And the lowest uh, for me 
was a two, and that was Velveteen Dream versus Kushida. I gave that a wow. two. Wow. Yeah. Um, the others were threes, uh, three and a halves. <laughs> the women's match, I gave it a Tony. two and a half. Overall, Tony, Tony, Tony. Yeah, overall, I gave NXT TakeOver, I gave it a three. It was an even three. And my side note was wow. just the fact that Tony Storm uh going to get involved. And I, shoot, I'm definitely going to be glued to fucking NXT now. And not only that, <laughs> Ember Moon is back. Ember yeah. Moon, that, that got me excited because I thought, you know, for a young lady, uh, I thought her career was over the way... She yeah. was talking the way, you know, I've been hearing about situations with Achilles tears and stuff like that, that you really don't fully recover from that. So for her to be back is huge. I think it's huge. Yeah. And not only that, uh, like she did have her first match on NXT. Let me tell you something. I was scared for her. I was like, oh, please don't do nothing crazy. <laughs> yeah. And then not only that, another comeback on, on, um, on SmackDown, too, with the same injury that we'll talk about in a little bit. But yeah, yeah, overall, Rick, my, it was a three. I, it wasn't a bad NXT. Wow. All right. Well, I, it's, I'm completely different. Uh, <laughs> I do have to say this. We ran some polls. Um, Tony Storm or Ember Moon, who would, who are you more excited to see? Mm. Shockingly, Tony Storm got 55% to wow. Ember Moon's 45%. Wow. Yeah, I was shocked. Um, I do have to say, Tony, my highest point was Finn Balor defeating Kyle O'Reilly. I'm not into this strong style wrestling. I thought I was. I am not. I gave it a 2.5. Wow. That's the highest I gave. Yeah. Holy My shit. lowest, Io Shirai defeating Candice LeRae. I gave that a 1. Now, the referee didn't see the belt behind Johnny Gargano's mm. back. The referee was arguing because he wanted his shirt back. Dude, yeah. you're wearing you're a wearing fucking a shirt. shirt. <laughs> Why do you care about a shirt? I don't get it. Yeah. Gave that a 1. Yeah. I'll tell you this. Another thing that bothered me was Escobar defeating Swerve because Swerve did not hit the turnbuckle because he was a yes. good foot away from yes, it. Yes, I saw that. And, and he missed it and by a mile. they were trying to – they were really trying to, to sell that, the commentators are yeah. talking about. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Kushida in Dream, I gave it a 1.5 because it was just – I get the Back to the Future reference, and listen, I am the biggest Back to the Future mark out there. I love it. Mm -hmm. But him dressing up like Doc Brown and just like that, it just looks stupid. <laughs> I was not for it. Like, I am over Dream. Uh, dream over. Yeah. Um, for me, I gave NXT TakeOver 1.6. Um, yeah, I, I did not enjoy this. Now, I'll tell you this. Halloween Havoc Return yes. got 60% from our fans that said this was awesome. 20% uh, said it was good. 7% said bad. And 13% said who cares? <laughs> um, and when it comes to the rating of the show, 46% of the people voted five stars out of five. 38% voted four stars for NXT TakeOver. Yep. Four. 38% voted four stars, 8% voted three stars, and 8% voted between one and two stars. Wow. Listen, man, you and everybody that voted four stars and above, I need to see your TV. <laughs> I don't know. I don't get it. Well, I gotta, it I it was I. Inch when I look at it. It's pretty nice. Yeah, for sure. Definitely. But no, I gave it a three, um, though. I mean, I didn't go as far as a four. The whole show was a three. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, it was, yeah, it was and, still too high. Double what it I had. It was a good show. <laughs> I thought it was a good show. It was. It wasn't bad. Well, 
So we'll discuss this more during our pause. Yes. And when we come back, we're going to go over this week in wrestling, uh, WWE versus AEW, the book, the five-second shuffle, all that and more when we come back. Hi, uh, I'm WWE superstar Charlotte Flair, also known as the Queen, and uh, listen to Wrestling POV podcast and always do it with Flair. Woo! And we are back, ladies and gentlemen. Please go to ProWrestlingTees.com slash WrestlingPOV. Get yourself a shirt for $19.99 of the Wrestling POV Podcast or Wrestling POV Global. With that, you help us uh, put out more content every week. Um, and we're going to continue to do that. Actually, we have some plans in our near future to yes. add more content mm-hmm. to our, our, our library of content that we already have. Yeah. So be on the lookout for that. Uh, we're working out the... Little things in the back, but make sure you guys um, help us out. You know, we've been working really hard for you guys. We put out a lot of content, um, and we're trying to be the best that we can be. Uh, like I said, we have Wrestling POV Podcast, where you hear us every Saturday going over WWE content. On Fridays, you have Wrestling POV Global, where the global guys, TJ Logan and Elio Canella, go over everything AEW, New Japan Pro Wrestling, Ring of Honor, Impact, NXT UK, and so much more. Uh, We have WPOV Quarantine, our video show where we have people from all over the wrestling world come in and to talk random wrestling topics uh, this upcoming week. They're going to be recording a a show about wrestling families. Wow. You're not going to want to miss that one for sure. It's really, really good. And who knows? We may have something for you guys that's really special. Also, we have Wrestling POV Aftermath. Now, Aftermath is the show where we talk about pay-per-views after they happen. Right after. That's why we call it Aftermath, people. Um, And you can catch all your New Japan G1 Climax results on there every four days. You're going to hear from Elio Canella and TJ Logan go over that. And any WWE pay-per-view, you're going to hear from us, me and Tony. And maybe we'll pull in Elio every now and then and TJ Logan as well. You don't want to miss out on these great shows. We have four great shows. We got more content coming down the pipeline. So, guys, help us out by going to ProWrestlingTees.com slash WrestlingPOV. Purchase a shirt today for $19.99. That being said, Tony, it's time to get Raw. All right. Raw was kind of interesting. Um, it has its ups and downs, but we'll go with the downs first. Um, for me, the, the low points of Raw, I think it was the KO show I have. I gave it a one, even with with Bray. Um, I wasn't really, I don't know. There's something off about it for me. Um, even though Bray, he's he's just really really good, but there was something about this that just threw me off. I don't know what it was. Um, also, uh, another low point was Seth's promo. I gave it a one point five. Just not really into it. Um, and and I feel sorry for SmackDown now because now they got to deal with it. Uh, Rick, what was your low points of Raw? <laughs> Bro, um, for me, the opening segment with Randy Orton, I gave it a point five. Really? First of all, let me just tell you this: I listen. We were really behind Orton, yeah. right? You and me were really behind mm-hmm. him. Why is he getting three straight title shots? Yeah. yeah, yep. With no wins under his belt. That's true. Now, 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 let me throw something. Let me throw something at you though. With you saying that, who who should get that title shot? Because we haven't had any opportunities where we had like big one-on-one matches, you know. Yeah. Um, <laughs> give it a Lee, I guess. Keith Lee, maybe. Yeah, but is it I too don't know. soon so, for him? 
too soon? Yeah, but yeah. it's Randy Orton three straight times. Yeah. That does just make it's not logical. We no, know what's gonna you. happen the third time. We know Orton's winning. Mm-hmm. So what? Drew's gonna fight him four straight times yeah. next time? Like what? What's happening? No, I hear. And then the promo itself was just terrible. <laughs> and also another point five I gave was Asuka and Mandy and Dana Brooke defeating Lana, Natalia, and Zelina. Mm-hmm. This was sloppy as hell. And mm-hmm. with Natalia, Natalia was off. There was just something about her that was really, really off. I don't know if it was the extra small outfit she had on because <laughs> she just looked like she wasn't breathing right. Yeah. It was just a really it was just all over the place. It was really sloppy. I did not like it at all. Mm-hmm. That's that's all my low points. Yeah, but uh, yeah, no, I agree with you. But I will say this because now that since you talked about that match, I do have to give my props to Lana. As much as we criticize her for her wrestling and this and that, for her to, to take that table shot for like the fourth week in a row, <laughs> I give her props. And I and I and. I'll explain is because she's paying her dues. Number one, and people's got to understand not a lot of people that's coming into this business, pay their dues the proper way. And that's one way, believe it or not. That's one way that they do pay their dues. Hey, take another table shot. Okay. You know, and, and it's her saying, okay, I'll do it. Okay. I'll do it. Yeah. Because if she doesn't want to do it, she doesn't have to do it. But she's doing it because she wants to be a team player. She's doing it, and I know why they keep throwing that at her. It's obviously because of her husband being in AEW, and she wants to she wants to remain in the spotlight. She wants to show that she can be on her own without Rusev or Miro. And I think that's why they keep throwing the fact of her going through the table. And week after week. Yeah, yeah it is repetitive. We see that. We know that. But... What you have to understand is that they're testing her, too. And she's saying, yep, go ahead. I'm, fi- I'm fine with it. I'm cool. I'm cool. So I took my hat off to that, you know, to her for for uh, doing that. Uh, high points of Raw. I will say this. Again, for me, the last hour of Raw, I was like, okay, I'm, I'm hyped. I got hyped. And I was like, okay, this was good. Um, the highest point for me was the uh, the main event, uh, the Drew uh, Drew. And the Street Profits versus Randy, Dolph, and uh, Bobby Roode. Um, I thought it was good. It was a three and a half for me. The Street Profits, as much as we do complain about them, they still do know. They take their wrestling serious. I tell you that much. They do. And they're perfectionists. Um, And and again, (laughs) I know we fuck with Angelo uh, Dawkins a lot. But he's the one he really takes, and I can see it in his face, that he takes wrestling very, very serious. He takes every spot very, very serious. And I think the fact that he was with the likes of Drew, Randy, um, Dolph, and Bobby Roode, they had to step their game up. And they knew that, and they did. Um, Of course, uh, another three and a half I gave was the MVP versus Ali. And, of course... Not because of the match, but the fact of Retribution coming in and Ali being the front runner of uh, Retribution. I'm looking forward to see where this goes. And it made me look forward to next Monday on Raw to see, just to hear Ali, to see what's been going on. And and you're going <laughs> to you're gonna laugh at this one, but I'm going to throw it out there anyway. But this match, I gave a three, and it was Shayna and Nia versus the Riot Squad. And I must explain wow. to you why. 
And Better explain. It Go was ahead. because of Ruby Riot. Fuck you, Rick. It was because of Ruby. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> this woman, if you want to know the proper way to sell, look at that match and look how Ruby did yeah. it. She did it perfectly. And she made me invested in this match. I tell yeah. you this much, Shayna Baszler should be thanking Ruby for taking those shots that she did. Like I said, I did like this match. Um, and like I said, it, it, it was only because of Ruby, because of the way she handled everything in this match. And I will give, I'll give my props also to um, Blondie, uh, our favorite there. Liv Morgan. Liv Morgan. You know, her, her, her acting in this too was good. So it, it made this match, I tell you that much. Not so much Nia, but <laughs> everybody else, yeah, I... I I was I was digging this, so uh, yeah, I I uh, I gave it a three, but I just wanted to throw wow. that out there so people could understand yeah. the reason why is because of Ruby. What was your high points, Rick? Uh, well, I just want to say for me that match I gave a one because of Ruby. Ruby what? was the one shining star in that match. Uh, Nia was sloppy. Liv Morgan overacting to me no. was just not. Oh gosh, she was terrible and. She can't wrestle with Nia. Nia's too big. And Nia, listen, Nia still can't understand how to take shots. When she gets hit, she doesn't know how to react. Her body goes, yo, this is this is how I'm going to explain it. And if you don't watch Seinfeld, I mean, where have you been? She takes body shots like Elaine dances. Let's just say that. Okay? Um. So my hype spots for uh, Raw... KO show with the Firefly Funhouse. I thought this was really good. It was one of the better ones. We just said recently how horrible, and I'm glad they got rid of that fucking walrus and the fucking the Roman Reigns angle. They dropped that, and they're focusing yeah. more on Kevin Owens now. I thought this was a really good one. I gave it a three. And also MVP versus Ali, I gave it a three. And same reason, because Ali became the leader of Retribution. And that's why I gave it a three. I do have to mention, though, Robert Roode listens to our show because he got a fucking haircut. Yeah. And he was just like, yeah. oh, shit, Rick and Tony were upset <laughs> with my appearance. Let me get a haircut. They didn't like it. Um, my overall for Raw this week was a 1.5. What about you? I gave the 2.3 this week. It wasn't that bad. Wow. Um, I, I didn't like the beginning of it, but I love the ending. Okay. All right. It is now time for NXT POV Mamma Mia. Um... <laughs> For me, the lowest points oh, was Drake and Killian Dane defeating Everise. Gave that a point five. I just don't understand what they're doing. And then the whistling song. It's just yeah, like. Yeah, I don't get that. We're about to have Killian Dane become. Uh, what's that guy's name? Uh, Brodus Clay. Brody, Brodus Clay? The, the Funkadactyl. Oh, uh, yeah. That's what we're going to have again. Like, they're oh, going to make him geez. a whistling, fucking skipping guy. Yeah, they, no, they, they gave that a point five. Um, What about you? What was your low point for NXT? Um, The, the lowest, honestly, and you're going to be shocked with this, I had was Shotzi Blackheart versus Zia Lee. I gave it a Really? Yeah, I gave it a one. Because uh, for me, it's like, okay, I get it with Shotzi, uh, not Shotzi, with uh, Zia Lee. I get the fact that they're trying to do a storyline with her because the one dude gave her, like, a letter or some shit. Yeah, but, Boba. Yeah, Boba. but why do it with Shotzi? 
Shotzi Blackheart, I'm sorry to say, she needs to be in the in the women's title picture. Put her yeah. in with that. She should have won last week in that battle royal, not Candice LeRae. It should have been her. But no, they put her in this bullshit match. They put, and, and honestly, it's not both of those girls' fault. It's not. No. I just, I, I just didn't like it, so I gave it a one. That was the only, that was the only yeah. one. Well, Tony, now that you mentioned about Shotzi Blackheart, what are your thoughts on fucking Ember Moon and Rhea Ripley once again being in a title picture? Yeah. It's like Rhea Ripley is, if you don't want to be like Charlotte, <laughs> you, you, you're acting just like Charlotte. <laughs> oh, man. You're doing oh, exactly. Damn. Listen, that that's a spot on Rhea Ripley fucking... <laughs> It is. Fucking imitation. It is. Listen, Charlotte. Charlotte. Like, fucking yeah. get Charlotte out of your fucking mouth and do something else. Yeah. Put her on the main roster. I'm done with Rhea Ripley. I Honestly, there's no reason why she should be in another fucking title picture. Mm-hmm. And on, on that about Ember Moon, her fucking promo sucked. She, like, yeah, your return bad. promo, it was Bad. bad and she the really? thing of it is she knows her promos are bad and this that's my girl and she knows yeah. her promos are bad because she even said it see i can talk come on girl yeah if you have to say that that uh. means you're bad <laughs> and she does that, that snake like movement mm-hmm. and then she smiles yeah and it's just like you don't know what you're doing <laughs> you don't know what you're doing um Let's go into the high points. My highest point was a three, and I gave it a Champa defeating Kushida. You know what? This is the Kushida mm-hmm. I want to see. Yep. This is a good Kushida match. And Champa, listen, Tony, I know we said Champa, 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 and Gargano, 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 but Champa, we always said, has a slight edge over Ch- uh, Gargano. And this match proved it. Because Kushida yeah. had a fucking great match. Even though it was a DQ with Velveteen, now we see Ciampa is going to be pissed off at at Velveteen because Velveteen got involved. Mm-hmm. I think the way Kushida had the arm... Yo, Kushida, this is the version of Strong Style I appreciate because he's not fucking killing anybody. <laughs> but, but I did give this a three. That was my favorite part of the night. It was the opening match. What about you? I... Right there with you. I gave it a three, and it was the Champa versus Kushida, and you took the words right out of my mouth. It, everything was yeah. good about this match, like you said. And and honestly, you know, and, and we've had talked about Champa being in all the uh, the takeovers and this and that, but he wasn't in this last one. He wasn't in no, this yeah. last one. And we remember before, like uh, actually a, a long time ago, we did say that we were getting tired of seeing Champa and Gargano at the fucking main event in these uh, takeovers, um, but at, at least they're doing it with Champa. They're doing right by Champa, to be honest, but they're doing wrong yeah. by Gargano um, by trying to make him look more of a star. But I'm sorry to say, in my opinion, if I had to pick who was more of a star between Champa and Gargano, it's Champa. It's Champa. Yeah. He wasn't. He wasn't even involved in that NXT takeover. Not even involved. Yeah. So, but. Again, this match, no, I straight up agree with you. I gave it a three. Kushida, exactly what you just said, too. This is the Kushida that we needed to see. This is the badass that Kushida has to be for the rest of his career in NXT. And and I'm telling you, they need to put the NXT championship on him sooner rather than later. 
I agree. Overall, I gave NXT this week a 1.8 stars. What about you? I gave it a 1.92 stars this week. All right. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. Yep. Uh, Tony, you want to go into our AEW yeah, Dynamite? Kaboom. Uh, <laughs> all right. The <laughs> lowest for me on NX, uh, NXT, on AEW, is I gave it a one and a half. That was the lowest for everything that I had on. That was a bunch, actually. It was uh, Will Hobbs versus Brian Cage. I'm not a big fan of Brian Cage. I'm not. Okay. He's a badass. He's a big dude. Yeah. I'm just not. There's something. When I figure it out, I'll tell you. Uh, the other one and a half I gave was Big Swole versus uh, Serena. I'm not a fan. Sorry. The, against no, Serena, yeah. really? You you know who Serena is, right? No. No? She was one who of the she? head trainers in NXT. Oh, okay. She was the one that they released. And she was what? NXT like since the beginning so a lot of people are like oh, oh how okay. could you do that with her and blah 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 and let me tell you something watching her in the ring I'm like damn how the fuck really that's why but that <laughs> yeah but you know what I I, I can't really uh, diss her that much because the women division in NXT has been you know really good <laughs> so I'm not yeah. saying it's all her but I'm just saying she has some part of it um, another one and a half I, I gave was the Chaos Project versus Jericho and Hager. This was the most sloppiest match. I honestly, I should have gave it a point five in my opinion, in, in my opinion, everything was just sloppy in this. You cannot tell me this was a good fucking match. If you do, I, you better explain your goddamn self. Rick, what you have? What was your list? I'm with you, Tony. And you know what? I gave it a point five in a circle versus Chaos Project. Who the fuck is Luther? I get what they're trying to do. 30 years of Jericho and fucking, oh, he fought, Luther was one of his first opponents. Mm-hmm. And? <laughs> and? Mm-hmm. What the? Like, Luther can't even move. He could not throw a kick. He couldn't throw a punch. He could. What the fuck were we watching? Yeah. This guy is not good. No. He slipped going around the fucking ring. <laughs> yeah. This guy is not a fucking wrestler. Yeah. I Where mean, the he... fuck? Did, what 7-Eleven they pick him up well, at? Well, he's been around for a very long time. 30 fucking years, obviously, <laughs> if it was one of Jericho's first opponents. Yeah. And and uh, I guess him and Jericho were tight. But I'm sorry to say, just because you are tight, I mean, that doesn't make it right. <laughs> and you made this the, you made this the and, main event? Yes, and then you made it the main event. But, my, but here's my issue, though. No buildup. I don't even know no. who the fuck Chaos Project is. And for those that are saying, well, you need to watch AEW Dark. No, I don't. I know I don't. <laughs> okay. All I know about them is that they were at ringside every fucking every week. week. Exactly. Every fucking week. Exactly. All right. What, what, what's your high point? Um, as much as I was complaining about it, the highest point I gave was Brody Lee versus Cody. I gave it a three. Um, now, I get it. I really do get it. But... At the same time, I know goddamn well they were listening to the show because we were just <laughs> saying about the fucking Valentine and Piper match. And what did they do? Well, fuck. Let's bring Piper. Maybe Tony will change his mind about AEW and throw and throw Valentine in the ringside. I'm like, Jesus Christ. I thought it was Jericho at first, but I digress. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> but... I mean, the thing is, like I said, I get it. I They were paying homage to Piper and, and Valentine's match because at the end when they did the chain around the face and this and that, yep. you know, that's that's exactly what happened with Valentine. But 
All right, fine. I I have to be honest, and that's why I gave it a three. The match wasn't really that bad. Um, the result of it, though, I'm not a fan. But I still gave it a three. Yeah. You know, just I have to be honest, and I will be honest, and I will be fair. I'm not just because I, I'm not. I'm starting to dis of Cody Rhodes on what he's been doing in AEW. I still, I'll still call it a fair. A fair match. I'll still call it the way I see it. And it wasn't that bad. I gave it a three. What about you? Well, Tony, I would have called it the way I saw it. And I gave that match a two because it was fucking terrible. You, <laughs> you know, first of all, and I love Greg Valentine. And I said we need to have a Greg, Greg Valentine appreciation show. Yeah. Because this guy was that good. Um, But he doesn't have the look to be on TV. No. He's worn out. Yeah. He didn't want to be no, there. You can tell he, he didn't, didn't even smirk. He didn't change his face. Nothing. Yeah. He got a good payday out of it. Oh, yeah. But other than that. There was no reason for him to be there. No. Um, as you said, all the fucking references to the match, you don't need to do that. They Have don't. your own fucking match. Yeah. Um, hey, he's trying so hard to be his dad. He's trying to scar mm-hmm. up his head, apparently, because he fucking clearly bladed yeah. as he put his hand in between the ro- the, the apron and the ringside uh, to drop off the blade that he had. Um and in Georgia, they got fined, but because they're in Florida, they yeah. don't get fined because in Florida, you can do whatever the fuck you want. You can have <laughs> sex with an alligator for you, kid. Yeah. Um, but no, I, th- this was terrible. Yeah. It, there's no reason to take away that fucking belt from Brody Lee. No. And, and you're absolutely right. And then, Tony, you know what? I'm going to fucking say it because this fucking pisses me off. Oh, I'm going to defend this title next week on the one-year oh, show. Jesus Perfect. Christ, yes. Perfect. That is perfect, Tony. I'm fucking fine with that because that is perfect. Yeah. Save the announcement for next week on who it's going to be. No! No, they don't do that, Tony. They bring out the fucking red-headed ginger motherfucker, Orange Cassidy, as a fucking threat. I'm telling you, if this is not a one-minute fucking squash match, mm-hmm. I'm going to be upset because you know it's not. fucking Brody Lee just lost... So fucking Cody? Mm-hmm. After Cody lost in three fucking minutes? Yeah. And now we're going to have a fucking full-on slot match? This makes no sense. Mm-hmm. It makes no sense. Orange Cassidy is a bum. <laughs> He's a bum. <laughs> and you know what? They had me, Tony. They had me. I started sipping that orange juice. I started sipping it. And I fucking was like, oh, this guy's not that bad. No, he's a fucking bum. And TJ <laughs> Logan, how dare you defend this fucking freak? <laughs> He is terrible. And this match with Cody is going to be terrible. So, the orange punch? <laughs> fuck you. So you you had the Tropicana and ended up with Sam's Club? Is that what it is? Shit. That's what, <laughs> no, what happened was I got, ended up with fucking Minute Maid. Um, I'm going to tell you this, though, Tony. I disagree with one of your low points. I gave Cage versus Hobbs a 2.5, and that was my highest. Really? You know, it was two big guys going at it. Yeah. They were very athletic. I really enjoyed the match. I was not disappointed. A lot of people were against the no-selling of the German suplexes. And I was like, you know what? I'm not upset at it. Because right after, they hit each other with a double clothesline Mm -hmm. and put each other out. And, uh, yeah. And you know what, Tony? There is somebody I want to put in the book. Okay. Um, Because uh, he broke my heart. Who? He, uh... I'm going to build the story a little before I tell you. Because this is what I like to do. Mm -hmm. Um, He broke my heart. You know... We were sitting there watching the match, and he's there talking about Taz and saying how Taz wasn't that bad on commentary. He was so good. Mm-hmm. Um, Wait, TJ Logan. TJ Logan and Andy Anderson what? are going in the book. 
Your new best friend is going in the book. Right, TJ and Andy talking about Taz being good on comments. No, you know what? You guys can go in the book now. So, TJ Logan and Andy Anderson, you just made the book. I put it as TJ and the Lone Wolf. <laughs> there you go. They get to stay in the book together. No, no. Um, and, and, but you know what? I'm going to go on my side notes here, and then it's almost off ahead. of what you're saying. Uh, first of all, now here you guys just bring on, just brought in Rusev, also known as Miro. And you show him in the crowd playing a fucking video game? Really? That's how you treat your new up-and-coming stars? Get the fuck out of here. Now, let me explain. Now, let me ask. Is the FTW belt even prestigious? That's a poll I oh. want to know. And I... Oh, get the fuck out of here with that bullshit. Because why, why are they trying to make that fucking belt prestigious? It's not. It's not. It's only to boost Taz's fucking ego. Okay? And so, and Taz, he's doing what MVP is doing for the Hurt Business? The fuck out of here. Yeah. You know, don't don't come out there. We don't run a sloppy shop, but you sh- I sure we sure do copy a lot off of, uh, WWE. Get the fuck out of here. I can't stand true. him. You mean to tell me? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. HC Logue is, is a homeboy of mine, and we did try to, you know, and he 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 politicalized it and and worked around. But I'm saying it right now. Fuck Taz. Fuck it. You mean to tell me you can't fucking wear orange? You can't wear orange? Get the fuck out of here with that bullshit. You can't you gonna tell me I can't wear orange? Ever? You don't own the color I'm orange. I'm a Mets fan. I'm a Knicks fan. What what color am I supposed to wear? <laughs> the fuck out of here. The hell out of here. You could probably what wear brown because they suck. done in WWE. Not a damn thing. The only wait, no, he I'm beat sorry. Kurt Angle. He yeah, he pinned Kurt Angle. Ooh. Ooh. But he is. He's doing And this. he's a Hall of Fame commentator, Tony. Hey, get the fuck Smackdown. out. Yeah, he's a Hall of Yeah, he is no <laughs> Hall of Famer. But let me tell you something. He's oh, really man. doing what MVP is doing for the Hurt Business. He's doing with this bullshit yeah. here. Get the yep. fuck out of here, man. Get the fuck out of TJ and Andy? Really? You guys are really saying that he's a... He, what? What? No. I haven't yelled yep, in a long time. That's your time, best friend. That's your best friend. I haven't yelled in a long um, time. I'm going to have to have yeah. a talk with him. Yeah. You know? Overall, I gave AEW this week a 1.5. What did you give it? A 1.5. Oh, I thought you said a 0.5. I'm like, damn. That's a bad show. I gave it a 1.9. A 1.9. Okay, okay. All right. So last week, as we announced, it was the ending of the Wednesday Night Delight. We're one yes. year apart. We're NXT dominated they were they won 33 to 16 so we're starting fresh so right now it is nxt versus aw the wednesday night delight um i'm gonna tell you right now the global guys are making this difficult as both tj logan and elio canella both picked aew this week really yes i did not go that route i picked nxt and I have I went with NXT this week because NXT was clearly a better show than AEW. Wow. No way AEW you, was a better show. It's funny because I'm looking at my scores for both shows, and NXT is at 1.92, AEW is at 1.90. Wow. <laughs> 
right. So now I will tell you this, Tony. Uh huh. I don't want you to feel pressured because in case it is a tie, I have somebody else. Okay, good. That voted. Good. Um. Yeah, I'm in a little bit of a quinky dink here. Hold on. Holy shit! I have to kind of look back on this now. Well, you know what? I will say this. Okay. Um. NXT. I did give a three. Where AEW, there's no three. Oh, no, no. I take yep. it back. I did give it a three. I, Brody, and, damn. All right. Hold on. Jesus. Was there any point fives in this? No, no point fives. Just one point. Wow. All right. I'm in a little pickle here. Um. All right. Convince me here, Rick. I mean, we're. All right. Tell me why you thought it, NXT was better than AEW. Well, I feel like NXT was planting seeds for uh Good stories. Okay. You know, you have Kushida and Ciampa. Now we don't know where Ciampa's going. Is Ciampa going yeah. after Velveteen? Is Kushida still going after Velveteen? Mm-hmm. We got that. We got uh, Undisputed Era is just like, who attacked Adam Cole? We don't. We know it was Rich Holland, yeah. but who paid Rich Holland to get that done? Mm-hmm. Um, Timothy Thatcher's promo, excellent. Where are they going with Zia Lee? Yeah. Wh- what is Boa doing? Like, is this like some Chinese secret agency thing where they're just disappointed it's in her? It's a Chinese so secret, sit- huh? Yeah. <laughs> that's what it looked like. Um, yeah. And, uh, yeah, that's about it. Because I was not impressed with the Ember Moon and Rhea Ripley right. and Kai Gonzalez. All yet. right. So, so. Did, they, did those guys explain why they went with AEW or no? They just said AEW. No, they just said AEW okay. for this week. Damn. And here's my issue. Is that I really don't like to to base my decision off of just one match. I really don't. Um, I like to to do it as a collective because that's how we judge these shows as a collective, you know. Um, but at the same time, the way I have my scoring is NXT one point nine two and AEW with a one point nine. I did complain a lot more on AEW than I have with NXT. As much as I did like the Brody Lee versus Cody. Um, overall though, man, and they kind of did set up for, for next week for their anniversary show. Um, you know what? I'll I'll go with NXT, but just by a little bit, man, just by a little, obviously a point two. Yeah. Um, yeah. (laughs) So now we have a tie. Okay. So that means, oh, that means I'm going to do it. Hell no. (laughs) Hell no. You're going to vote whatever Tom votes. So who's this person? So I got the overseas correspondent Matt Novak to chime in, and Matt Novak went with NXT this week. Really? Yeah. No so NXT is gonna go up one to nothing. You know, we don't just pull out correspondents out of nowhere. He's a valuable source. Mm-hmm. So uh, he actually is the one that got us the Cody interview. Um, yeah. So uh, thank you, Matt Novak. So yep. NXT is gonna start off the new year right with a one nothing lead. Um, AEW did not lead at all last year. No. And already they're behind. Yeah. So we'll see what happens. Yeah. It is now time for the SmackDown breakdown. And I got to tell you, SmackDown did not disappoint me this week. Um, I will tell you this, though. My lowest point was Heavy Machinery backstage. I gave that a point five. I do not like this fucking, oh, it's a continuous they're going to continue the trial. They're going to drag it out. Blah, 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 blah. Tucker with his, yeah, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, he, he's like mouthing a word, but you can't hear him because I think he thinks the camera's off. Yeah. Like the, the volume is off. So he's just like, nothing's being said. Oh, like, Tucker, yeah. we can't hear you. 
And then Otis is just a... Ugh, I can't get behind it. I gave that a point five. What was your low point for SmackDown this week? You know what, honestly? If I can give the whole fucking show a point five, I would have. I was upset wow. with SmackDown. I was. Wow. And I'm going to tell you why. Wow. Nothing Go made ahead. sense. Nothing. Okay. The only okay. thing that made sense, and I'm trying to find it, oh, was Biggie versus Sheamus and the Jay okay. Uso and Roman. That was the only thing that made sense. You really want to hear my point fives? Well, hold on to your seats. Bailey versus <laughs> Sasha. I gave that a Bang. point five. Number okay. one, too goddamn early. Number two, didn't even do anything. Number three, Sasha can't cut a fucking promo to save her life as a fucking baby face. She just can't. And the thing of it is, this match should have been... Okay, fine. I'll, okay, I will be entertained by the fact of, okay, you need to do it now or whatever. But for Christ's sake, man, just save this. You for knew fucking, this was gonna happen. Save it you for WrestleMania. It. But but you, they were all hyping it up. And and let me tell you something, Michael Cole, he's on my shit list right now. He yeah. Every goddamn week, he's always saying something to insult our intelligence. He really is. Yep. He really is. He said he made some dumb fucking comments on the show, and I'm just like, stop. Just shut up. Shut up. I'm tired of him. I'm, I'm really tired of him. But a lot of things that just did not make sense. Like I said, Bailey and Sasha, stupid. Really dumb. If they, they, what they should have done, okay, if anything, they should have made um, Bailey the aggressor. More of the aggressor. With the chair shot, okay, fine, but keep going with it. Don't give fucking yeah. Bailey, don't give Sasha that chance. Not yet. Not yet. Make you gotta make Bailey look like she's the the badass because she's had that title for a, a year already. So yep. that that whole scenario was just dumb. It was a waste. Get the fuck out of here. Um, the other point five I gave was uh, you guys gotta understand the thing of it is I, I didn't rate what they were doing as far as the the draft was concerned. So I have yeah, a lot of that's not there. So I'm trying to skip over everything. Um, all right. The other point five that I have, um, <laughs> Cesaro, Cesaro and Shinsuke versus New Day. Are you yeah. fucking kidding me? For the past however fucking months, you were doing this um, storyline between Shinsuke and Cesaro versus the fucking Lucha House Party, teasing the fact that the, the Lucha House Party could possibly win this, teasing the fact that there was a storyline between Lucha House Party, which we didn't even fucking see in this fucking SmackDown. New Day just showed up, and they win the fucking titles. Yeah. They win. Now, honestly, between the New Day, I was excited to see Xavier Woods back than I was Kofi. I was. Yeah. I was. I was. I was you know, I'm sorry to say, and, and I think TJ, TJ... You're already in the book, but he. What did he say? He made comments about. What did he say about Xavier Woods? He said Xavier is not a technical wrestler. He can't survive on his own. He can, he can. I'm telling you right now, he can. A big E can too, and I'm looking forward to yeah. that. But Xavier Woods can. He, Xavier's a really good wrestler. Um, but for me, like I said, I don't ever want to hear from New Day saying that. Because I'm sorry to say, don't ever come out your mouth and says you don't get opportunities. 
Okay? Yeah. There was no build-up for this. There was no storyline for this other than they had that match where Kofi got fucking slammed to shit, and that was it. And then y'all are gone. And then y'all, as soon as y'all come back, you, you get a title shot, number one. And then, uh, c- come on, man. That's stupid. Stupid. Dumb. You know what I think happens? And this is why I'm not so upset with it. They went to Raw. They got drafted to the, Raw. And they got drafted They're gonna to Raw. Merge, they're going to merge the titles. And we're going to have New Day versus Street Profits. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Which I think, I'm, I'm not upset that, about that seeing. That is what's going to end up happening. But at the same time, it's like I, I would have rather had them either lose by DQ or something. Leave those straps on Cesaro and Shinsuke. Okay, fine. Draft them over to Raw. Okay, whatever. But honestly, I would be... I mean, I still would uh, would be. But I would have looked forward to seeing that. Not as champion versus champion. But as the Street Profits as the champion. Because it makes them look bigger. Yeah. And you, you know what I'm saying? For me, no, it, I get it. it's just terrible. Terrible. I just... Like I said, I don't ever, ever want to hear... That the, they don't get opportunities. Don't come at me with that sh- bullshit no more. Okay? Just don't. But, yeah, I gave it a .5. I'm just going to read off real quick the draft. Um, yep. And that, Now, if I do have to rate all of that in a collective, I'm rating all of that a .5. Okay? Did not make sense. This draft did not make fucking sense. Your number not one pick was Drew. Your number two pick was Roman. Seriously, you're going to tell me? I mean, come on, man. If you're going to do a draft, do that shit right. Because I'm sorry to say, okay, I'm a Giants fan, but I won't use them. I'll use the Cowboys. But you're going to tell me in a draft, they're going to be like, the number one pick for Dallas is, is, is Prescott. It's like, wait a minute, what? It doesn't make sense, does it? No. Why do yeah. you do it with this? Just announce in the beginning. Just say, fucking Drew and Roman are staying where they are at. <laughs> That's all you had to do. Yeah. But it didn't make sense. Again, now, <laughs> I think SmackDown is even going to go further down the hill because why? You got Seth on SmackDown. But not only did you get Seth, it didn't make sense to recruit Dominic and Ray. It didn't make sense because since when they were That was ridiculous. Team, that was stupid. Yeah. It was stupid. dumb. I, this is probably the worst draft I've ever heard. I was only excited for two things. Bianca Belair, I was like, okay. okay, and AJ Styles. And AJ Styles, now, I'm cracking the fuck up when they say he's going to Raw. And I was just like, oh, that's kind of interesting. Paul Heyman comes back to SmackDown to manage yep. Roman, and AJ's like, I'm out. <laughs> yep. <laughs> oh, my God, that shit was hilarious. Um, the other, um, I guess, surprises, um, New Day going to Raw, but Big E staying. Made no sense to announce Dana Brooke. I'm sorry, I am a fan of Dana Brooke, but that made no sense. Why put her in Raw when she was already in SmackDown, put her on Raw two weeks ago, but then still announce her on the fucking draft? Stupid. Angel Garza, oh, he's going to Raw. Well, he was already in Raw. Doesn't make fucking sense. Get the fuck out of here with that. Oh, and another one that's actually kind of shocking. The Miz and Morrison going to fucking Raw. I thought that was, you know, okay. And Naomi actually going to Raw. So, all right. Now, this is another thing that didn't make sense, though, is that they announced that Nia and Shayna are staying on Raw. 
But they're the tag champions. They're supposed to be defending it in all three brands anyway. Yeah. So it's stupid. It just didn't make yeah. sense. And and honestly, this draft being the way they did it, maybe that's what threw me off about the whole fucking show. Because they yeah. they did it throughout the whole fucking show. Yeah, and the thing is with this one they did differently was like, okay, this pool of people are only who you can choose from for this for this draft. Right. And then on Monday, you're only going to be able to select from this pool right. of people. So obviously, Bailey's going to get selected to SmackDown. Yeah. And, and so on and so forth. Yeah. Um, but you know what, Tony? And I just realized this because you said Bianca Belair went to SmackDown. They're going to move the Street Profits to SmackDown. Oh, fuck. And then switch the titles? Yeah. Mm. Mm. Yeah, because they tend to stick. But wait a minute. Hold on. Being that you said that. Now, before I say what I'm going to say... You're right, because they do like to keep married couples together, but yeah. they put Naomi on Raw, and they put Jay on SmackDown. Yeah, well, she's married to Jimmy. I understand that, but they're still a team. The Usos are still a team. Are they going to split up the Usos? Uh, probably. You know what I'm saying? Just to put Jimmy on Raw? Yeah. Have two. Actually, you know what? That would make sense. Because remember, actually, we did yeah. say if they did split up... I made the comment, actually. I said, if they split up, wouldn't it still be hard to see to know who's who? And you said they yep. always say, who are you? <laughs> <laughs> so maybe this yeah. is the way, because then they can, I, they can create their own character in, their, in themselves on two separate brands. So yep. it might work no, out. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Interesting um, enough. That's odd. All right. Yeah, my highest points for SmackDown this week was uh, Big E defeating Sheamus. I yeah. thought this was one of the better false count anywhere matches we've seen in a long time. It was. I gave it a three. I was really impressed by it. Um, you know, and I also have to mention Lars Sullivan coming back. Yep. I didn't think we were going to see him back. I didn't either. And uh, he didn't. decimated Matt Riddle and Jeff Hardy. Did, did he dye his hair blonde? Did it look like? I think it he looked just, like he did. He just his beard. It was just darker. I think he put some some of that color yeah. in his beard. It looked like he did the Rick yeah. Serrano dye job. Oh, I don't think he had a blood. He, didn't he have a shaved head? He did have a shaved head. That's what I'm saying. Is so it, what was blonde? Huh? What was blonde on him then? His head. Look at look. His head was blonde? Last night, yeah. Look at it. Rewatch it. It looked like he, like, I mean, like, he had, like, a very, like, you can tell he had hair, but it looked very yeah. blondish. Like, beach blonde, how you used oh. to dye it. <laughs> oh, I don't know. I, I have to look at it again. Uh, but yeah, no, I was yeah. I was excited with that. Yeah. So, what was your high point for SmackDown? I agree with you. The Big E versus Sheamus. Um, yeah. These guys really put it out there. And now, let me ask you a question. Though. I'm not, I'm not taking nothing away from this match. I did give it a three. Actually, could it should have been higher. I think now that I'm remembering the match. Um, a lot of blood. Uh, you know, Big yeah. E bleeding on the legs and this and that. Big E's. I'm telling you. He's going to be the one, to, I think, to dethrone Roman. But from what yeah. I did hear is that the, the reason why they're doing this whole storyline with Roman is to bring The Rock in at WrestleMania. So that way these Woo-wee. two could fight. Yeah. Tribal Chief, because that's why they keep throwing the Tribal Chief reference. And, of course, everybody knows with The Rock. Oh, his, man. Yeah. So that, that's the main goal. But I still think Big E is going to be the one to dethrone Roman. Tony... Man, what? The Rock versus Roman? Mm-hmm. That, that's wow. That's the match we all want. But think of it this way: imagine the build-up to that. <laughs> Especially, I mean, the way if the Rock does his promos, whew, look at what we got. Oh my God, his teeth! You know. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, yes. <laughs> oh 
the rock. Yo. Listen, guys, like if like I'm getting goosebumps just thinking about it because yeah. look at how great this buildup was with Jay. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah, no, I agree. And that was three weeks. Yeah. Tony, that was three weeks. Yeah. Imagine what they could do with the rock. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Um, but let me ask you a question though. Like I said, uh this match with Biggie and Sheamus, should this have been at a pay per view? At the Hell in a um, Cell? Not in the Hell in a Cell, but the Hell in a Cell pay per view. Oh yeah. Should it have been? It could have been. It could have been, but I feel like they needed this match to to start off SmackDown and to make it big. Okay. Um, to make it exciting, you know, to for you to tune in. Because mm-hmm. um, we knew the Sasha Banks Bailey match where that was gonna end up, so we needed yeah. that yeah. extra <laughs> oomph. And I do want to say, uh, Tony, uh, now that I gave that a three, I also gave a two point five to the Fiend and Kevin Owens. I thought that was a pretty entertaining match as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and we'll see where that goes. And Alexa Bliss at the end, like, yeah. like yeah. there's well, no perfect pairing I, right now. I gave that one actually. I gave it a two. I gave that match. Wow, yeah, wow. I gave it to only because it's like I said, I'm, I'm, it's not that I'm confused by it, but I'm like, okay, where are you guys going with this? You know what I'm saying? So for me, it just didn't make sense, especially at the end. Now, mind you, I don't want to get it twisted, but I loved the ending. I loved how everything happened, but I'm, it's just for me, it just doesn't make sense. It's like, okay, so now what? What are, what are you doing with KO? Is KO going to start changing? Is he going to stay on Raw? Why did that Raw guy come in on SmackDown and blah, 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 or whatever? And then they announced, um, they already announced a match for next week that didn't make sense for me either. But, uh, yeah, no, that was just oh, on my yeah. side note. Roman versus Braun. Yeah, Roman title. versus Braun. No, they, they announced another match too. What the hell was it? It was a SmackDown and Raw guy. I, I, don't, I don't remember, uh, but I don't I'll, I'll, I'll remember it. But um, I'll figure it out. I'll, whatever but <laughs> no i mean i liked the match i liked everything about it but i was just it just for me it just doesn't doesn't make sense and i i know like like i guess alexa should have been there in the beginning of the match yeah and even if she just stood there i would i think i would have appreciated it's weird but i think i would have appreciated it a little bit more because then i would have been like okay now the like for me it's like the focus is on Alexa, but then it wasn't, and then it, it's on on KO. Yeah, she should have been messing around with KO. She should have been messing around with KO right. the, during the match. Right, but then yeah. but then they threw the reference of Alistair Black in it, and I'm like, and then they didn't, yeah. and then I'm like, okay, wait, wait, what the fuck? Wait, what? Whoa, stop! So it's like I said, I like it because I like Alexa Bliss. Anyways, I like the role that she's playing in this. I'm, I'm just it just for me, it just starting to not make sense, and they. For this storyline in particular, they got to make sense of it now and quick. Yeah. So, yeah. No, but the, but the biggest point uh, of SmackDown for me was uh, Biggie and Sheamus versus Sheamus. All right. Well, I'm about to knock you out your chair with my rating of SmackDown. Overall, <laughs> I gave SmackDown a 2.8. Damn. Yeah. God damn. That's a choice. <laughs> what was your rating for SmackDown? <laughs> well, um... <laughs> Now, a side side note that I have is, where's Daniel Bryan? Uh, I was going to say the same thing, but they just had a baby recently. Well, yeah, no, I know that, but they haven't even mentioned him in the fucking draft. You know? Yeah, the only person that's been mentioning him him. is AJ. Yeah. (laughs) They're all high up on him, but he didn't even make it in the fucking first, what, three, four rounds? Fuck out of here. I gave SmackDown a 1.5. And, wow. and, and honestly, right. I think it was more because of the draft and some of the things I was just turned off by. But um, 
the only thing for me that stood out the most was just the Biggie versus Sheamus and Lars Sullivan coming back. Um, and that, that was it. I, I think I was, I was right. more upset with the show um, because of the draft, because of uh, New Day coming back and winning the title just like that. I, I was pissed. I was mad. Yeah. Well, it is now time for Raw vs. SmackDown vs. NXT. Currently, NXT's ahead 11 to Raw's 10 to SmackDown's 4. And every week, me and Tony, we vote on which show we think is the best. And if we can't come to terms, we go to Elio Canella from Wrestling POV Global, who watches more wrestling than anybody we know. I know, right? Um, Tony, you heard my vote. Is I'm going with SmackDown this week. I went with SmackDown, NXT, and then Raw. What about you? Yeah, I, there's no way I can go for SmackDown. It was it was just bad. <laughs> it was. Um, the funny thing is, like when we were talking about NXT and AEW, I was I got convinced that NXT was a better show, even though it was by a point by a margin of a two. I was still convinced of that, and then like while we were talking, it convinced me more that NXT was better than Raw. So. How I have it, honestly, on my on my ratings points, I have Raw, NXT, then SmackDown. But I'm switching that up to NXT, Raw, and then SmackDown. It was just All bad. Right. And, and it's it... like I said, I think the thing with SmackDown, I think what ruined it was those things. And it's like, I, honestly, I think Raw is gonna go downhill this this past, this coming up Monday because they're doing the the next part of the draft. Yeah. Um, Elio Canella voted. SmackDown, NXT, and Raw wow. this week. We were all so SmackDown. <laughs> no, him and me are the same. Oh, was, oh, SmackDown. Was. So SmackDown gets the win this week. It is now NXT eleven to Raw's ten to SmackDown's five. Um, <laughs> so we will see what happens next week. Tony's already predicting Raw, a Raw loss. From the sounds of it. So uh, look forward to NXT or SmackDown winning next week. Uh, with that being yeah. said, it is now time for WWE versus AEW. Last week, I gave you guys a really difficult one. We had yeah, the Usos versus, versus the Young Bucks. Well, now, Tony, maybe a softball to some people. We're going to give you WWE's Aleister Black versus AEW's Darby Allin. Yeah, now, nah, yeah. Aleister Black. <laughs> <laughs> no explanation needed other than the wow. fact that you cannot tell me that Alistair, not Alistair Black, uh, that Darby Allen is, uh, no, <laughs> no, you just, I want to hear people's explanation of this shit. You cannot tell yeah. me that Darby Allen, as far as character and believability, can beat somebody like an Alistair Black. No. Yeah. Character-wise... I give I give it to Alistair Black. Um athletic athleticism. Um I know I butchered that word. Shut up. Is <laughs> I, I give it to Alistair again. Um believability, okay. I give it to Alistair. Um I don't okay. be, there's nothing you're gonna tell me I expect to believe about uh Darby Allen. Get the fuck out of here with that. Yeah, this is, yeah for me this is a softball. Uh Alistair Black. All right, um, I'm going to tell you this. Fuck out of here. I 1,000% uh, agree with you with Alistair Black, but it's Don't a lot dare. closer than you think. It's a lot closer than they you would think. Get the fuck out of here. No, opinion. it's not, Rick. Um, He's got a Darby Allen's. Yeah, which is cool. It's no, different. it's not. Darby, Darby <laughs> Allen's character, 
I mean, who's the last one to wear ride a skateboard? John Laurinaitis? No. So um, it's been years. I, I could name a few, just not right now. <laughs> Darby <laughs> Allen, uh, character-wise, I give the character-wise to Darby Allen over Alistair Black. No way. What is Alistair Black supposed to be? The, an evil motherfucker. The, Put it this way. An evil. Wait a minute. Hold <laughs> on. Wait a minute. Hold the phone. Time out. Somebody ring the bell, please. Hold up. First of all, Alistair Black can't even wrestle in Saudi Arabia because of what he looks like. Yeah. <laughs> so there. That's all I'm going to say mean, about that. I mean, neither can Darren Young, but... What'd you say? <laughs> neither can Darren Young, but... That's true, too. <laughs> <laughs> um, if you guys don't I have know to what say... we're talking about, send us a private message and we'll, private, we'll give you the answer. Or I'll just tell you, Dar- oh, you uh, Darren Young is gay <laughs> and he can't fight in yeah. Saudi Arabia because yeah. of their beliefs. And, and when he was there too, yeah. when they was doing the Saudi show, and they said they didn't want him there, right? Yeah. Didn't that happen? No. Yeah. Fucked up. Yep. Uh, I think Darby Allen has a better character, no. uh, the emo gothic character. I thought that's pretty cool. Um, I love the skateboard. I think it's awesome. I th- you hate his gear. I think his gear is cool. It, I love the atrocious. makeup. I, I love the whole lazy. thing. Alistair la- Black. You gonna tell me his gear is better than Alistair Black's? For sure. Get Hands the fuck down. out of here. One thousand percent. Get the <laughs> fuck out of here. Get the fuck out of here. No. Yo, you have to see Tony. He looks like the cowardly lion. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. Oh, no. um, I have to No, Yeah, Darby Allen for sure. Uh, Alistair Black. <laughs> that's where the the win for Darby Allen goes, and that's it. Alistair Black. <laughs> Hands down, wrestling no. decimates Darby let, Allen. Let, let me tell you something. Darby the, Allen. The physicality. No. Darby Allen, his gear, his gimmick, for me, lazy. That's lazy. That's him being lazy. Because he knows he can't get over physically. He knows he can't get over yep. in the ring because he's terrible. So he needs a skateboard. He needs his half-painted face. I'm half Dead. Oh, let me tear up some black shorts and put some tin tights on underneath because I want to be different. But I also don't want to spend a lot because I know I can't get over. Get the fuck out of here. No. Fucking look at look at fucking Alistair Black's gear. He invests in his gear. Black trunks, knee pads, and boots. Yes. yes. <laughs> and now Tattoos black all over it. Nice, you know, he's black got the haircut. <laughs> he, he even, you know what? He even invested in a half of a headband to cover his eye. And, and it's not even a headband. That's that medical tape. Oh, black medical tape. He puts around he his eye a and a black contact. <laughs> you guys, please. Darby Allen has the better gear and the better no, character. Alice Black. Alice Black. Physicality and in-ring ability. That's terrible. Way Rick. better than Darby. Terrible. Allen. Way better than Darby Allen. Hands that, down. Yeah. Alice Black. We'll kick this dude to the 10th row. No <laughs> problem. Um, but I have to say, with the 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 risk that Darby Allen takes, definitely gives him a slight edge. But I got to tell you, this is about a 60-40%, in my opinion, Allison Black over Darby Allen. 80-20. Wow. All right. So we'll see what the fans have to say as we post this up tomorrow night. Also, uh, stay tuned for Wrestling POV Global, where... Elio and TJ will give their opinions and they'll read off your comments and they'll give you the results of the poll. Yeah. Tony, 
We've been babbling on for a long time. Let's open up the book and shut this shit down. Yeah, so those that are new to the show, basically what we do is we put the most ridiculous things that happen in the week of wrestling. And uh, we put it in there just to get a good laugh because we sure as hell need it in this uh, time of the pandemic. And, uh, yeah, we just talk about it, get a laugh. And sometimes it happens all the time. Sometimes it doesn't. All right, we ready? Yes, sir. All right, Sam Roberts, go fuck yourself. What a uh, Garza's cousin Speedos. I mean, oh, he's, he's still out. on Raw. He's not getting any any belts, so I guess he's out, right? Well, he's hurt too. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. So yeah, and, and how do you get drafted while he's hurt? I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> he's hurt, but I'm gonna draft him anyway. So yeah, we'll take him out. Liv Morgan's cage wedgie. Tony, mm. the only reason why she's still in is because of you. Because That's true. After that wrestling, after that wrestling shit she did on Monday know, night, right? she said atrocious. she stays in the book. Yeah, yeah, no, I agree. Uh, coronavirus stays. M- I don't know how we're gonna get rid of this shit. I know, right? MVP of the brother, older brother suit stays. Jericho Ridiculous. and Khan's demo. Well, Tony Khan's had a birthday this past week, no, so he's definitely him. staying in the book. Uh, yes, yeah. <laughs> Seth. Uh, did we take it out, Seth? Uh, his man bun, or that. Oh, no, uh, well, no. I'll tell you this. On SmackDown, he had the slick back. Did he? But the, Yeah, he didn't have a man bun. He didn't? On I thought Smackdown. he did. No. No, he had the... Pull, right, his so, hair so, you know, if he, if he has it next week, and we'll take it out. Yep. All right. Um, oh, my God. Only because he came back. Jesus Christ. Put your meat on my meat. That stays. Fuck. Uh, <laughs> uh, Lashley's dookie thumb. Let me tell you I something. I mean, ask, ask Apollo how he feels. I know, that. right? Let me, but let me tell you something though. On Raw, he did it again, but he put really? yeah, but he put his four fingers this time. Woo! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I bet that's what they said too. Woo! But he did. <laughs> if, if you go back and watch it, it was the part where he went to slam him, but he picked him up to. You know, not a full body slam, but he put him up to his chest. Yeah. His hand, like his whole fucking four fingers were up there. I was like, Jesus Christ. I was going to put it in the book, but I like Lashley's dookie thumb better. Uh, yes. Finn's tattoo doodles. That stays terrible. Drew's dragon breath. It was bad this week. Yeah, he stays again. It was bad. Uh, Rick's sore throat. <sighs> I'm on SmackDown, guys. <laughs> Stays. WWE's eyes of eye obsession, and they did it again. Yeah, that stays. What yeah, the they fuck? Did. Roman's chapas. That stays. I can't wait for The Rock to decimate him. <laughs> yeah, no, Angelo. I think it stays, but you you liking him now? So no, I I, I no no no. <laughs> I like him as a performer. I do like him as, you know, because he does take wrestling seriously, and I do appreciate that. But the yeah, no thing, no, stop, stop. Uh, Jake Roberts' haircut. That stays. And the new entrant into the book, TJ and the Lone Wolf. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what you guys are thinking defending Taz. I know, right? Knowing f- what we've been through. I know. What the fuck, man? Wow. I'm a little upset. I'm a little yeah. upset. Andy, we're going to need to talk. <laughs> All right. Well, that be, you know what? We had enough on the show. Uh, we're going uh, gonna to do the five-second shuffle. Uh, so, basically, I just pick a song, and uh, Rick's got two out of three. So, see if you could do better than Rick. And two out of three, we only play five seconds of the song. 
And uh, it's just how we ride off into the sunset until next week. Well, we'll give you guys, obviously, more content. We're going to talk more about the draft, obviously. And uh, we'll have a new hot tag news. We'll have uh, a new um, Facebook polls. We'll have, it, we'll have it all for you. With that being said, I am your host, Tony Diaz, along with the third wheel, Rick Sorrento the third, and our intern, Miguel Cole. Don't worry, Gigi, I'll get you out the book. <laughs> no, you won't. <laughs> Love, peace, and wrestling. We'll see y'all next week. Peace out. All right. You, you ready, Rick? Let's do it. Here we go. Is that Jeff Hardy? Yes. Or It is. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I didn't think he was going to get it because of the way it started, but I knew yeah. like it was right at the five-second count. It, it did this little thing, and I was like, oh, he's going to get it after that. And it just yeah. cut off. I was like, he might still get it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah very good. Here's an O. MVP? Yes. <laughs> Jesus Christ. One, I don't. two. I hear the clock ticking. All right, last Ten. one. Can you go three for three? Right. Let's do it. This is the end. This is the end. Yep. This is the end. This is the end. Um, <laughs> WCW. Uh, according w- to this, yeah, this is this is a weird one. I might give you another shot, though. I might give you something. Is else. that Saturn? No, no, it's the disciple. It, it says That's the Saturn. music of WCW, right? But in the description, yeah. it says WWE, Jimmy Hart, and Howard Helm. Oh, I guess they wrote it. Oh, okay, but it, that's weird. I don't, I'll, I'll give you a different one just to be fair. All right, Seamus, <laughs> Zola. <laughs> <laughs> we don't know the right. <laughs> at, at least you got three out of three. There you go. That's all that matters. I, I'll give you that. That other one was hard, though. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> See y'all next week. <laughs>